Oh, I got a little thing saying recording. Exciting, exciting. It's working. Uh, welcome to Ask the Nose, episode 24, everybody. It is 24, right? Yes, because last one was our Jordan episode. So this one yeah. is our Barry Sanders episode. I don't know who's 24. I Kobe feel Bryant. Like because Kobe Bryant. It's 9-12, this has to be the 9-11 special. Oh, it's the 9-11 special? Although I have absolutely nothing to say about 9-11. I don't... I think everything's already been said. Everything everything that anybody has ever wanted to say about 9-11 has been said. Hey, hey, to bring Carla, it up, hey, yeah. hey excuse me. Um, it's very nice that you you feel comfortable on this podcast, but we haven't <laughs> even introduced you yet. So, like, shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so I didn't tell you before we hopped on. I didn't. Hey, stop. I didn't tell you before we hopped on. But our rule is for guests, even though you're our first guest, no right. talking until you're introduced. Okay. So we've definitely had Egg Roll and Lauren on the podcast before, but yes, first guest outside that guest, the main friend group. So, okay. So, how do I begin with this guy? Um, so, the, it's boyfriend. actually, it's actually, no, I have much better taste, but it's, 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 <laughs> Shit. Nah, I'm just kidding. This is a cute son of a bitch right here. So it's actually fitting that we're having our 9-11 special today because uh, and last week we talked about the flooding in New York and we always talk about how New York is a hellscape and a dystopia. We have our resident New York correspondent in the house. This guy is Puerto Rican. This guy is from Orlando. Uh, he lives in Brooklyn now. He goes to alternative indie shows, so it doesn't get more liberal <laughs> than this guy right here. Okay, so that's awesome. I actually did not know you were from New York, Carlos. I oh no no hey shut Wait. your fucking mouth. What the fuck was that, Justin? I haven't even introduced him. So I saw his name already. I know, I know, but he, he's not allowed to talk. He's not allowed okay. to talk. Okay, <laughs> so without further ado. My, it's funny, Justin. You and you and this guy are Eskimo bros in the sense of we. I roomed with both of you, so I'm sure you guys are gonna get along about talking about how I have gross habits. Oh boy! Um, but without <laughs> yeah, really, really go there. Without further ado, Carlos Noya. <laughs> Woo! Thank you. Thank Audience you. claps. Um, clap clap clap. I want to make some corrections. Uh, <laughs> I I do not I do not live in Brooklyn. I hang out. I live in Washington Heights, which is in Manhattan, but it's uptown, so it might as well just be the Bronx. Okay, anywhere above 152nd Street with that many brown people should just be the Bronx. They shouldn't like <laughs> legally. It should not be called Manhattan. Uh, I, yeah, but yeah, I am Puerto Rican. I'm straight from Puerto Rico. I'm not like one of these, you know, New York Puerto Ricans who they don't even speak Spanish. All they know is Goya, Adobo, and, and, and waving knives around. That's their only connection <laughs> to Puerto Rico. Is, well, uh, welcome, brother. I'm Puerto Rican, too. Also had family, my Puerto Rican family uh, immigrated up to New York as well. My grandma. Nice. So I'm like barely Puerto Rican at this point. I, like I grew up in Florida, so I'm like I might as well not even. I might as well be white. But well, honestly, honestly, know, Florida, 
Florida is a new Puerto Rico. I don't know if you've ever been to Orlando, but Jesus Christ, we've we that's have taken point. that. Yeah, we've taken that place over. Kissimmee is now Kissimmee. Like that's like it's, it's <laughs> completely changed pronunciation now. Well, yeah, I, I had an interesting question I wanted to pose both of you guys. Um, which one of you is more Puerto Rican? Because Carlos is named Carlos Noya, and he speaks fluent Spanish, but Justin grew up without a dad. <laughs> You're an asshole. Uh, I, you know, tough. Would you put it that way? It's tough, frankly. Okay, well, that is tough. I mean, I because. I mean, I was born and raised in Puerto Rico. I would say I'm more Puerto Rican. I do have a dad, though. My parents are, they're, they're together. That's not a flex or anything. I just... It's a total you know, flex. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, I, my parents, they just love each other. My dad hasn't even cheated on my mom, which, like, honestly, that does, that makes my dad less Puerto Rican. That makes mm-hmm. my dad less Puerto Rican. The fact mm-hmm. that he's never cheated on my mom. Yeah, but, the fact okay. that he's loyal. Yeah, because my because my mom's side is full of is full of like deadbeat dads. My grandfather is a mm. proud deadbeat dad. That's how. So my mom's side is definitely more Puerto Rican than my. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, sure. My dad was is from Puerto Rico, but he's not Puerto Rican. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, I we get it. We get it hundred percent. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Funny story is my dad. He actually. Uh, they sent him off to boarding school because his dad, because his side of the family is like rich. You know, it was a bunch of white Puerto Ricans. They had a, a construction company in Puerto Rico called Nogama, which is like apparently responsible for like 50% of the infrastructure in Puerto Rico. No, oh, I have some bones to pick with him then because I've been to Puerto Rico <laughs> yeah, once. <yeah. laughs> we all have bones to pick with him. No, but. Uh, yeah, and they sent my dad to boarding school in Massachusetts when he was 14. Mm-hmm. And he didn't speak any English when he showed up. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. And then, and then he graduated the valedictorian of his class. God, what a the, fucking nerd this that guy. Makes, it still makes no fucking sense to me because he doesn't know how to spell the word mountain. <laughs> but he was... <laughs> But he outsmarted New England rich trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's like, like kids that were going to Harvard, even though because their because their grandparents like yeah. had a plantation and they also went to Harvard. My dad, my dad was my dad jokes around that like you know the movie Dead Poet Society. You know, you guys know that movie. I'm no. not cultured, so no. The, so basically, it's just a movie about like. Uh, a bunch of New Englander like rich kids who go off to boarding school. Ethan Oxstar is in it. There's one kid who like he really wants to be an actor and his dad says no so he kills himself which is like the movie's version of just saying that the character was gay. Uh, like that's really Uh-oh. all they were trying to say. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my dad, yeah my dad jokes like if he were in Dead Poet Society he uh, he would have been like the one working in the kitchen, <laughs> just like in the background the entire time. <laughs> he We're sounds like the, the Puerto Rican son that every Puerto Rican mom wishes she had gotten but did not get. Yeah, my dad. It's, my dad learned how to speak English 
in New England. So like his his accent when he speaks English is like it's half like thick Puerto Rican, half Boston, like part Florida. So really my dad just shouldn't be speaking at all. He just <laughs> speaks wrong. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. My dad's one of those that's uh he thinks he's Puerto Rican still, but it's removed. I, I think he speaks Spanish, but the only Spanish word I ever hear him say is Boricua whenever he's talking about being a man. Yeah, that's, I don't that's even know what the it fuck is. it means. I don't even, <laughs> he's a Boricua. That's all yeah. that's all that's the most I've gotten from the culture. Also, how to fry plantains. Got that, yeah. got that down. Well, really, that's all you need. Uh that, a lot of people don't tell you that. Uh, in order to be Puerto Rican, as long as you <laughs> eat plantains. You're good. All right. We're That's the really most, it right there. We're the most excited in claiming someone as Puerto Rican. John Leguizamo for fucking 30 years, like, would lie and say, yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. Look at me. And we're like, okay, cool. And then the year that they were going to put him on the Puerto Rican Day Parade, somebody found out, wait a minute, John Leguizamo's fucking Colombian. <laughs> like, he was fun. <laughs> And not even just like his parents are from, like he was born in Colombia. Ooh, super Colombia. That's problematic too. Yeah. The cup in the islands is serious. Yeah, and then but then the thing is, I think they still let him ride the parade. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Carmelo Anthony's fucking never been to Puerto Rico, but he's their fucking god. That's not true. That's not true. He has been to Puerto Rico. He I made, know. He fucking. I know yeah, he's no. from fucking Ponce. I know. I'm just no. He's not from Ponce. He's he's visited Puerto Rico a lot, and he like he built a basketball court there. And like every now and then, you see like white people drive by it. And they're like, oh, that's like the basketball court that Carmelo Anthony made for the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone just goes there to you know I don't know do crime. <laughs> that is what basketball courts are for, is it not? Yeah. That is, that is, even when there's basketball being played, there's still crime happening. Yeah, 100%. There's also, if you want to pick, if you want a cop, you just like go and hang out under the rim long enough and someone links up <laughs> exactly. with you. Yeah. <laughs> or when I was in, when I first moved to New York, I was like, man, how am I going to find drugs? And then a friend of mine <laughs> just said, a friend of mine just went, yeah, just like go outside. <laughs> They're there. You just go to a park, sit there for five minutes. Someone will come up with drugs. <laughs> what a, that, yeah, you know, as like a Florida country boy, that like that sounds so insane to me. I don't know if I could psych myself up enough to buy drugs off of somebody on the corner. Because if that um, happened in my town, it would be like, look at that. That guy's obviously a cop. What is he doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, fucking in New York, it's like since everything is basically like legal now, just mm. like. Like I've I've bought drugs in front of a police officer, um, and they and they they didn't do anything. Also, fact, you have to under, you have to understand there's much worse crimes going on than a drug deal. There's people stabbing each other, so they're yeah. like, I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, the police. Yeah, the police have more important crimes to ignore. like yo yo uh carlos have you seen the 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 uh times square um what's it called the times square uh flasher that's dude that's that's like asking have you met the florida racist there's like (laughs) so many of those there's so many of those i know 
Have you seen a flasher in the, in the flesh yet? Um, no, I only ever see a flasher in the mirror. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you did you just got done with a um, a set? Yeah, I just I did my open mic, and it's it's kind of like, it's kind of went the way this is going. A lot of slow burns, uh, a lot of mental illness. Uh, there's there's a lady with puppets. Um, oh God! And yeah, and she kept talking during other people's sets. No way! And, wait, wait, and wait, was I, she talking or were the puppets talking? She was talking. The puppets, you know, she she did, she brought the puppets only like three minutes into her five minute set, oh. and like I thought to myself, okay, she should at least be really good with those puppets. Not at all. Like, <laughs> listen, I'm just saying. When there's Jeff Dunham's in this world, yeah, you should, you should, if you're gonna do ventriloquism, you do it fucking right, okay? Like, come on, I don't want to see your fucking. She was just talking, she was just straight up talking. Like, what do you think about this? It's like that's not how puppets work. <laughs> you're just doing this with a sock on at that point. Yeah, and that's it's it's COVID times. It's the easiest time to do, but you just put a mask on. That's such a good point. And immediately, oh, you're amazing at being a ventriloquist. It's actually why Jeff Dunham is anti-vax. He wants to keep the mask. <laughs> <laughs> that guy he's is giving. He, he's just giving up on his ass. That guy is super greedy. You know, I, I think of the ventriloquist comedians as like almost like unicorns. I've never seen one in real life. I've like heard stories, never gotten a name. Jeff Dunham's the only one that I know that I ver have verified that is exists. I one time I saw the special of another ventriloquist comedian, and like I had to shut it off after ten minutes when I realized, oh, the only appeal to Jeff Dunham's comedy isn't the ventriloquism; it's the racist jokes with the ventriloquism. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Like, yeah. yeah! Yeah! Doing I was I had I had a a couple of middle class white friends when I was in elementary school that were big Jeff Dunham fans, and I was like, okay, I can get into this, like whatever. <laughs> and and looking back, like they were they were weird. Their parents were divorced, and um, they went off to like do karate Always. or whatever weird stuff they did, and um. Looking back, I feel like karate. Like, sorry, I feel like karate is the main sport for divorced children. Hundred percent. That's why I got out of it <laughs> because my parents are still together. Uh, <laughs> as a divorced child, I can confirm I was in karate. I was a green belt. <laughs> Anything to get the kid out of the house while the parents yeah. argued. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It, you just show up. You just show up to karate class. Like I got this new move that I saw my dad do. <laughs> Although in my, my, my case it was more, it was the move I saw my mom do. <laughs> you just start off before you hit them. You just go, "Who was that person?" And then it's just like, "Whoa, I'll fuck who I want to fuck." Bam, bam. Yeah. Hey, so like greetings. All right, no, um, but yeah, it was basically. I, I think I cut you off, Zach. I'm very rude. Sorry. It's okay. I was just, I was just, um, 
going off of your point about Jeff Dunham's racism, that it's it's mm. it's it's whimsical when it's overt racism done with fake puppet characters. Yeah, I mean, you can't be a clean puppet comedian. Then you're just doing Sesame Street. No, then you're well, a pedophile. I, <laughs> actually, it would be interesting. I would love to see a ventriloquist comedian who does woke comedy. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> this is it's like this is Riley the trans frog. It's just like, <laughs> hey guys, I was born a tadpole, but I transitioned into a frog. <laughs> And now they can't say I can't play sports with the other frogs. <laughs> now that everyone keeps saying I'm not a real frog, I'm a toad. <laughs> they won't let this me has to exist on ironically. Oh, come on. It's it's got to. It's no, I've somebody's it done it. Somebody's it, done it. Somebody's it, walked it, up with the intersex hyena. Somebody has. Yeah. This is this is my black puppet. He's here to tell you about his experience, but I'm not talking. And then, but then, like they stay silent. They stay silent. The whole time. They stay silent, and they ha- they pay their their black friend like in the back to like talk for the puppet. So yeah. they're just standing because because you can't sp- speak for them. All right, you should that's actually speak. genius. You just yeah. stumbled upon genius, I think. A white, a white ventriloquist letting letting like a stereotypical ghetto sounding black guy voice their black puppet out of nowhere and everybody's like wait a minute i mean but really at the end of the day like you uh, the thing is there's no way for ventriloquists to be like woke because like while the puppet is talking you're supposed to be silent and silence is violence as we all know so like Mm -hmm. there's just we'll never Mm. we'll never be able to get there all right the multiplicity of contradictions Exactly. Exactly. That's where we're at. I'm not, by the way, for anyone who listens to this, I'm not like anti-woke or anything. I'm actually probably like, <laughs> I'm probably, I'm probably like the most like leftist friend that Zach has. Like I donate probably. money. Yeah. I <laughs> donate. Mo- I give money to, to DSA. I'm a, I'm a good person. Okay. What's Just DSA? Democratic Socialists of America. We, we, oh. we all get we all get together and, and we're all just like, we're not racist, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, perfect. You're the, token, you're the token that they need. Yeah. Exactly. You get to go. You represent the Puerto Ricans for them. Yeah. I, 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 all I do is I facilitate a, an environment for a bunch of white people to be like, you guys are great. <laughs> yeah. You guys are doing well. We you're like doing you. God's work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, and meanwhile, I'm hanging out with all my problematic friends who are also black and Hispanic, and we're just like trading slurs with each other. <laughs> but don't worry, by the way, I don't think any woke people listen to this podcast at this point. That's good. I hope for them, if they are, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> if, they, if, if you are woke and you listen to this podcast, just, just remember, it's okay to laugh. It's okay to have fun. And uh, just broaden, you know, you know, it's just a matter of allowing yourself to be that 12 year old we all were in middle school. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and, can- you know, and you get the black card for listening as well. Exactly. That's there. It's we- in the podcast art. So everyone gets it. Yeah. We can all agree oppression is bad. We can all agree. Let's dismantle systemic well, racism. And well- all. <laughs> <laughs> 
I would say that. You know, there's both sides. There's always two sides. <laughs> listen, listen. All right. Sure. The police officer murdered that that armless, like that unarmed child. But no the armless it. child, a cop just runs up and dog fucking <laughs> kicks the shit out of an armless <laughs> child. And then and then everyone's just like, hey, there's both there's two sides to this story. <laughs> what was the armless child doing though? Was he being aggressive? Was he uh, did he say yes, sir? He didn't put his hands up. He thought he thought he said he thought he saw his hands going for his pockets, man. It's just, you know, they gotta stay safe out there. He wouldn't take out his ID. They, they asked for his ID. <laughs> he, wouldn't, he wouldn't show it. He did not comply. <laughs> All right. Uh, he tripped. He tripped. He tripped on the police officer, which is assault. Uh, yeah. He wobbled and uh, couldn't keep his balance. Bumped into him, and it was downhill from there. I will say, by the way, uh, you know, it, yesterday was. How was your nine eleven, guys? <laughs> My nine eleven was great. I fucked the retard for charity. That was really that was really the biggest, most notable part of the evening. Well, you're it's gonna have to expand on that. Do, do I? Yeah. Is that, does it does it not speak for itself? That's I mean, a way better. I've got gooses. So much. Literally a pack of gooses flying over, interrupting my podcast. Uh, are, yeah, no, called, I met up. Called, are they called geese? Go, oh, you probably right. You probably right. <laughs> but I also call moose meat mooses. I feel like yeah. that's I feel like that in cactuses. I feel like that's the way it's supposed to be. Um, so you know, English, of, English is flexible. You know, it's, <laughs> I, I call I call mooses uh, Canadian fucking assholes. <laughs> I call them literal brick houses of death. That's honestly yeah. scary animals to expand. No, I met up with a guy. I've been kind of conversing with him over the past couple of weeks get there and he starts talking he sounds a little bit like this you know it's just like a little bit and i kind of realize as i'm talking to him like oh he's a retard i think he's a retard <laughs> i would i have to assume at one point we were like talking and i was like talking about something i don't even it was like probably art or something and he interrupts me and goes i was adopted well, and my wait, uncle was wait. abusive and i was like what <laughs> Wait, wait, you're saying you were talking about art with this? What, 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 finger painting? What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, because I told him I was an artist and I was trying to explain to him what I do. And then and uh, he couldn't get through. I, I got through half a sentence and he, he started talking about his abusive uncle. I want you to go on, but like, go on. I want you to go on because uh, because I have a I have. I'm doing my little. It's really not much the story, you know. I got there, met him, spoke for a minute, and realized that oh, I think this guy's a retard. But then I was like, you know, he probably doesn't get much. Like I don't really want to, but like I guess charity, charity. What if what if he was deaf? What if he was deaf? Yeah, that's why he he interrupted you because he couldn't hear you, and that's why he sounded like that because he couldn't hear his own voice. Yeah. I definitely don't. I definitely don't think so because he did respond to me. I definitely think he might have just been a retard. I came. I tried my best to think of other options, like what possibilities. If, what? What if he's just really good at reading lips? <laughs> okay, how did you meet him on, on on a on an app? Uh, Grinder, of course. Okay, so how did the back and forth go? Did he? If it was. 
if you had no idea there was anything up over messages, he could have mm. just been deaf. Well, cause he's not like like he can frame a response and like over message because I don't be on grinder like responding to niggas. I have I like to, it takes two days for me to like say hello to somebody because I don't give a fuck about that app. I'm just there to like fuck random people. Um and mm. yeah, I mean he just he seemed dumb like the average guy on grinder, frankly. He didn't I didn't think he was retarded, but then I heard his voice and then got like saw his social cues in person and I was like yeah, it feels like Asperger's. I don't know. Mm. But oh, I'm well, a good person and not ableist, so I did pitch it in. Yeah. You know, actually, they got rid of Asperger's. Oh, really? Yeah, they didn't cure it uh, before you got too excited. They just changed the name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now they just call it high-functioning autism. Oh. It's like, yeah, I mean... Of all the medical conditions, that's really the only one they could do that with. Like, it'd be weird if, like, tomorrow a doctor was like, hey, guys, there's no more HIV. It's like, oh, what, did we cure it? No, we just call it high-functioning AIDS now. (laughs) You just have less bad AIDS. That's funny. Speaking of autism, I randomly heard there's, like, this new study... uh, I can probably find it if you if y'all want me to, but it's like a study that's I guess going through the genomes of like some like five hundred thousand autistic people and like trying to figure out whether like what I guess if genes cause it or if it could potentially be cured uh, via genetics mm-hmm. and um, the take from a lot of the autistic community seems it to be that genetics. it's genocide. Yeah, oh. yeah. I think to so it seems I was and I'm like I genuinely was because I lo- I lo- you know I love. Um, being convinced of arguments that I have that I'm newly exposed to. And I've spoken to some retards on Facebook doing my, and I really am not sure why exactly it's genocide to cure autism. I think, well, because for a lot of people, like autism isn't even like, it's not even like a, a, a big deal. Like really. Yeah, I do know like, that. Yeah. yeah. When, when someone is like, has autism, all that means is like, oh, when they're growing up, it's really important to, like, approach how they're socialized, Mm. like, very well, because that's all it is. It's just, like, it's a problem with, like, how they deal with social interactions and how Mm. they are, um, like, how stimuli affects them and stuff like that, too. So it's not even, like, really something that needs to be cured. It's kind of like saying it's, like, I don't know. That's like saying you need to cure people who have diarrhea. It's like you don't really cure diarrhea. You just you just learn to deal with it. Okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I did hear people suggest that too. That it's not really a. Well, I heard, I've heard a lot of people say that it's not genetic and that you can't yeah. cure it. Yeah. Also. Which does, yeah. I, I I do want to say I I don't want to equate diarrhea to autism. <laughs> I think that is a weird equivocation, but I was I put myself on the spot there. I think you they're already have. I think it's I th- they're I, not the same thing. It's a perfect metaphor. Yeah, you know how you just eat some Mexican food and then out of nowhere you'll just have all of Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you have Taco Bell and you go home, and you're <laughs> you walk in and you look at your wife and you're like, dang, he's a pussy. <laughs> You just you just you just have like some really spicy Indian food and you're just like, 
Man, have you guys heard about trains? Let me tell you about my favorite train. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hopefully he doesn't listen. I told him he knows. Hello? I have a podcast, but I hope he doesn't. <laughs> he might not. You know, who knows? Oh. Like, I could have fucked three guys last night. It was 9-11. You have to celebrate. You do. You know, not a lot of people in New York were like, like, it just felt like another day. Because no yeah. one there in New York was there on 9-11-2001. Oh, no, they were. I think they're just over it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't, I mean, probably <laughs> in Staten Island. If I went to Staten Island, I probably would have seen, like, like just a parades of, like, first responders and shit. Of course. Like, because they love that. They love first responders in Staten Island. Of course. They hate masks and they love cops. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's the entire. Was it Zach? Did you say? I feel like I remember you saying that Staten Island was like Louisiana, but like you maybe didn't say it, Zach. I feel like I heard somebody describes Staten Island as like Louisiana, but like if it were in New York. No, because Louisiana at least still has black people. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Staten Island. Okay. The the only black people I know that came out of Staten Island were the Wu Tang Clan, and that's it. I don't think but, that there. But are New York certainly ones. claims Wu Tang, and Long Island well, is yeah. not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in the past twenty years, the blackest celebrity to come out of Staten Island, I think, has been I don't know Pete Davidson, probably. <laughs> Pete Davidson, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the blackest guy to come out of Staten Island in the past twenty years, <laughs> and he's like he's like one tenth black, probably. So, have either well, of you guys seen his show? No, his show Saturday Night Live. Uh, yeah, I keep he's, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's got a show, but it's called like ah oh, fuck, I can't remember. I had it on the tip of my tongue. It's like something to do with Staten Island. King of Staten oh, mean, Island, I think it's oh, called. You mean that, a movie. It's a movie. That's yeah, a movie. I saw that movie. Oh, it's a yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh, pretty, I've seen commercials and heard it's good. I was wondering. Oh, is it? Is. It is. There's a there's a really great scene where Action Bronson. Uh, shout out to Action Bronson. He doesn't listen to this. Um, he comes up to him. <laughs> you don't know with a with a very. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> with a very obvious like bullet wound. And he's all freaked out. He's like, yo, what the fuck? And Action Bronze is like, excuse me, I need a little bit of, of assistance uh, over here. And he's like, do you need any help? It's like, nah, I broke my knee while I was playing tennis or whatever. <laughs> it's like, should I call the hospital? And he's like, we don't need to uh, inform the authorities about this. <laughs> and it was, it was just so perfectly captured what it is like to live in New York. It's like, you're in complete distress, but you still do not want to deal with the police. <laughs> okay, that was in that movie, Staten, The King of Staten Island? Yeah, yeah. I didn't do it justice right there, but, you know. Oh, what was that? What? What was that? I broke up for a second. I said I didn't do it any justice. Just like uh, the court okay. systems, just like the court systems... Don't deliver on injustice <laughs> to people of color. There we go. I'm, I'm he brought, it, he brought it back show. in. I'm making this a woke show. 
you know on this podcast it's not people of color it's patriots okay it's patriots <laughs> <laughs> damn dude we're gonna get the patriots fired up on me no this is great because i i knew this was gonna happen um because this is um a nazi podcast and we brought <laughs> and we brought my my most leftist friend um i was either either we're gonna get canceled or you're gonna get some uh maga fans either way so i figure um, why not i think he deserves I, the maga fans i think everybody I, deserves the feel the maga fans i don't honestly if i if i if i get maga fans all i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna introduce him to being like politically progressive but still like personally socially politically incorrect all right it's like guys we can we can still like say the holocaust is bad and make fun of the jews we can do both guys <laughs> it's not impossible. yes see that's this is the kind of centrist mentality that i'd be looking for in this country the centrist mentality <laughs> i love yeah uh, I have, a, I have a friend, he does a joke where it's like, uh, you know that whole thing about how one side of the political aisle will start sounding like the other side of the political aisle, you know, the Overton window? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. And he goes, and he goes yeah, man, it sounds completely the same. One side is saying, protect the Jews. The other side is saying, let's kill the Jews. It sounds exactly the same. <laughs> you know? You know, the Jew thing is fun. I'd be listening to Ben Shapiro and he says that like the left and the right hates the Jews. I think that might be one of the nonpartisan things that we all agree on. I think I think the only uh, person who hates the Jews is Ben Shapiro, because if there's, <laughs> if there's anyone who has made people a little more anti-Semitic. It's definitely Ben Shapiro. God knows I hate Jews now after listening to him. Like, like, like hearing a Ben Shapiro speech about Israel, you come, I come out, it's like, okay, I'm not any more pro or anti-Israel than when I came in, but damn, I don't like him. As if. <laughs> Like before, I thought I didn't hate any Jews. Now I definitely have one that I really, really hate. <laughs> I got to say, it's fun to listen to him. I think I might have said this on the last podcast, but it's fun to listen to him because he gets really he's always saying that racism isn't real, but he gets very precious about when people are mean to Jews. Exactly. It's very funny. Well, he'll be well, like, you blacks need to stop complaining. But it, <clears throat> uh, meanwhile, <laughs> the attacks on Jews, a yeah. spike. <laughs> Yeah, no, Ben Shapiro will literally just, like, he'll go off and say just, like, all this shit, like, oh, people need to stop complaining about, like, uh, police shootings. And then, in the same breath, he'll be like, but guys, let's get real about anti-Semitism. It's the only real... (laughs) What is wrong with you? I'm surprised that in the past couple years he hasn't started hashtag Jew Lives Matter. Hashtag Jew... I think uh, I think you don't need to start that hashtag because even if you're saying that, it sounds like you don't like the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe just don't Do, mention them, actually. That Do, might be the best. Jew lives matter just sounds, it sounds sarcastic. 
It sounds like a parody of Blue Lives Matter. It does, which is also a parody. Yeah, it really is. They 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 hit they hit everybody with with the all lives matter, and then they were like, okay, no, let's be re- let's be real. The only, lives, <laughs> only the blue the, ones. Only the blue ones, and we all know what we mean by blue. I've seen some really benign versions of it too, like uh, like uh, not. I've seen first responder lives matter, which I guess isn't necessarily benign, but I've also seen like waitress lives matter T-shirts. I'm like, okay, do they though? Yeah, I saw one. I saw someone being like, um, please don't equate the firefighters with blue lives matter because firefighters save lives and they're not racist. And I'm like, have you met <laughs> firefighters? <laughs> Firefighters are just dudes who, who weren't who they didn't trust to have a gun. So they're just like, let's just send you into a fire. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Not to mention most of them are volunteer, which means they simply have nothing else to do. Yeah, they get they they don't get paid for it. <laughs> they, they imagine they, running into b- burning buildings for free. Man. To be a hero. Be, yeah, to be a hero. And for what? You know, like. I don't know, man. I remember when I was a kid. Like, remember when when you were a kid and like the jobs they told you you should be for some reason? It was always like policeman, fireman, construction worker, astronaut. It's like those are very different skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't forget cowboy. I feel like cowboy was and cowboy and like cowboy too. And it's just like, if, if honestly, if I had to pick any single one of them that like. I think actually matters. I'll pick cowboys because ranching is a legitimate thing mm, that like yeah. people need to. Yeah. I'm and it's much for, more fun I'm and less ranch. corrupt than being a copper yeah. astronaut. Oh yeah. No, I would never be a copper and astronaut. Anyone could like, do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember like everyone wanted to be an astronaut growing up. And then uh, we actually went to the Kennedy space center and they talked about how hard it was to be an astronaut. And like collectively, all the guys were like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> it's like Navy SEAL training. It's it's yeah. insane. It's Navy SEAL training, and then you gotta be good at math. Too. Oh, see, no, no, ma'am. I'm gonna wait till I can get myself a, a ticket, okay, yeah, not, and get on a I'm seat not, and fly. I'm not gonna learn level five physics just to go on a spaceship. That I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. All right. I want to just get, I want to be so rich that people just give me a spaceship. <laughs> All right. Like, let's it's possible. Honest. It's, but we've already seen it happen a couple of times. It's very possible. Yeah. The only reason that people are this mad at Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk is because like we, every single one of us in the back of our mind, we have to admit we're like, Yo, that shit is so sick. <laughs> like dead ass, dead ass. Like, anybody dead saying ass. they wouldn't do it if they could is a is a black ass lie. Je- Je- Jeff Jeff Bezos started an online bookstore and now he rules the world. <laughs> That's insane. People don't read books. It's the craziest come up. It really is. Nobody like he started it in the two. People weren't reading books in the two thousands. And now he's just like, we should just go to space. And people are like, okay, go. Like, here's a rocket. Here's robot arms. Have you seen that fucking video of Jeff Bezos and fuck with robot arms that you can control with your mind? Oh. Yeah, it's going to be, it's literally going to be five years until, like, we have, like, 
meccas. Like, like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk have meccas and they're going to battle it out in like the streets of Tokyo. That'd be great just to see billionaires fight in like giant robot fucking. I'm a huge dudes. nerd, and the thought of that honestly just got me so, so happy. I, I, I yeah. want it. I've literally, I, I watch anime. All I've ever wanted was to be in a city that is being actively destroyed by a giant thing. Yeah. Everyone is talking about like in the future, are we going to go to spaces? Like in the future, are we going to be Avon Gillian? I think that's a better thing. I want Gundams everywhere. That would be fab. It would really would be fabulous. Yeah. Well, like fucking, it's like a, it's literally reality is a campy, shitty Pacific Rim movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you know what movie uh, that uh, that you guys are a part of? Hmm. Pacific Rim job. <laughs> hey. Fucking got him. See, I can I can run with the boys. That might be the name of this episode. Pacific Rim job? Yeah, that's yeah. actually that's really good. You're a poet. Yeah. I am I'm a paid comic, guys. <clears throat> well, since we brush on to- uh, politics, let's go ahead and jump into the news. It's gonna be a punctuated news section today. There's not much. Uh, not much that's genuinely new. Let's see if I can share my screen. Zach, Zach is already so over this. <laughs> he totally is. He totally is. This was, was a really bad idea, guys. Maybe we should just call it. I feel no, like, no, actually, no, no. You, Zach, you're going to be surprised by how much me and Carlos are about to agree. Are we? I don't care. I think so. I, want, I, I, I wanted fireworks. I wanted... Okay. This is my first one. Call him. This is LA Times. Larry Elder is the black face of white supremacy. You've been warned. Yeah, he is. Who's Larry Elder? This is the guy that's running to replace Gavin Newsom in the recall uh, right now. He's black Republican. He's from Fox News. um, And I guess he also had like a radio show. So he's not qualified, but he's like some he's a conservative jerk off, essentially. Yeah, he's the father of Larry Younger, too. People don't know that he's actually the father of Larry Younger. Who's that? Dude, it's just a play on Elder. Like, that's oh, all dude. it is. I, 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 as, as I was saying the bit, I was like, this is bad. Why are you saying this? <laughs> <laughs> You're embarrassing um, yourself on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> okay, so essentially, essentially, trust me, you're not embarrassing yourself any more than I embarrass myself every week. But essentially, we've got we've got this guy, Larry Elder, black conservative. Looks like if if uh, Newsom is recalled, he's almost definitely going to win. They just I think they just finished up voting. So we're actually going to know for sure very soon. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, it's odd. I think like the. Uh, the Democratic position in California seems has generally just been that he's that while he's black, he's a racist like the rest of the Republican Party. It's very confusing. Yeah. I feel like it might be racist. I'm starting to feel like Democrats are the racists. No, I, what's okay, what, so, what's the reasoning? Um, OK, well, here, well, let's read a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Larry Elder smiled the smug smile of a black conservative who could very well be liberal california's next governor you know we all know that smile uh-huh where do you uh where do you start with the damage he's done okay rising crime it's because of this phony narrative that the police are engaging in systematic racism and cops are pulling back when you reduce the possibility of a bad guy getting caught getting convicted and getting incarnate incarcerated guess what crime goes up so that's essentially him saying 
that he wants more cops rather than get, as opposed to Gavin Newsom, who's been defunding yeah. them. Okay. Um, that was literally, I think, the only direct quote in this entire article. Wait, wait, wait. Him. No, no. I won't lie. Quote. Few things infuriate me. What? Look, it says, like a lot of black people, though, I've learned that it's often best just to ignore people like Elder. Scroll down a little yeah, bit. Uh, th- yeah. Th- so this, this is going to be my first question is, is the person who wrote this article black? Yeah, it's a black lady. Yeah, then, then, then this isn't a racist article. It is her just being real. I do feel like as a black person, when, when, whenever I know, whenever niggas tell me that I'm supposed to like think a certain way because I'm a nigga, mm-hmm. I generally feel like that's kind of racist. I don't know. Like, is that not literally racism to say to be to say to niggas that like, well, you can't you can't essentially you can't you don't get to be a Republican otherwise. Well, You're like so the face like, of white supremacy. So like, here's here's the real thing is is like and, and this is the fact is that. Like when black people are saying that to other black people, they're not saying like you can't think differently. They're what they're actually saying is like there's no reason you should be actively rooting for the party that like puts in laws that or or upholds laws that literally like subjugate and oppress black people specifically. And like we can and like and I'm not saying that like Democrats don't do that too. I like I hate Democrats. A lot of them are just white racist liars, like Republicans. But the that problem we can agree is on. that. But the problem is, is that what I hate is like when you when I'm talking to people of color who say, "Well, Democrats are the real racists," and I'm like, "But that means that the Republicans aren't." It's like the Republicans are also very clearly racist. You don't have to side with either one of them. That's the thing that sucks about like this two party system is that you feel like, oh, you when you get red pilled and hear all oh, the Democrats haven't really done much for people of color either. They think, oh, then I need to support the Republicans, the ones who are actively like giving out racist rhetoric and saying really fucking vile bullshit. And it is true that they bring out black and like hispanic republicans to like pass on their like talking points so that they look less racist even though the goal still ends with like more black and brown people in poverty and that's just a fact and what i say to that is we our focus should be pushing either the democratic party that seems like it's a little more open to being pushed a little more towards something that is like egalitarian or if we're this done with the democratic party we need to form stronger third parties like does that make sense yeah yeah that, i mean yeah that was interesting i i agree with parts of what you said and the disagree with other parts of what you said um yeah the reason i do I, the reason that i that i uh joke that the democrats are the racist ones now because i do agree with you in the fact that they're all the racist ones uh but the reason that I joke is because more and more it's starting to honestly seem to me like the worst rhetoric when it comes to race is coming from Democrats. I mean, like in what way? Um, well, one, you don't ever you don't see Republicans with using this kind of racialized language this openly whenever they're talking about black Democrats. They use other kinds of language that's equally dumb, but it's not typically well, racialized. Like with the the conversations about Obama were about his policy, not the fact that he was black. A lot of people 
people disagree. People, some people think that Republicans didn't like him because he was black. I think it was more to do with just the fact that he was a Democrat than the fact that he was black. You don't see. Well, I mean, if fact, this, if well, this the, had the, been switched, right? If this had been, if I this was say, switched, I could say that the fact that he was black didn't help. <laughs> Definitely didn't help. You yeah, know what I mean, <clears throat> yeah, um. Yeah, I mean, I won't deny that that probably that definitely had a uh, was definitely a factor. I don't know that it was the biggest factor. Um, yeah, but yeah, these general because of what I don't hear from coming from the Republican Party, and while they do say a lot of dumb shit, um, I do think mostly that's like that's uh, that's Republican politicians who are trying to appeal to that three percent of like weird nutsos that voted for Trump. Um, yeah. Be, like because they thought he was a racist, which like Trump is one. I don't even think he's a racist. I think he cosplayed a racist because he knew that he would get that like couple little percent and that's all he needed to win. Uh, yeah. But like like I can continually hear more things that offend me as a black person coming from liberals than I do from conservatives, honestly. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. It's like, I mean, but black Republicans do use a lot of the same like idiotic like like uh like racial like politic jargon like identity politics when it comes to them because it's always like oh democrats are all about identity politics and then they go me as a black person or i'm a black person and i think this it's like that's identity politics that's mm-hmm. identity politics if, if they if they were being honest in their arguments they would say hey let's look at some facts let's look at some data and even when they do, it's just it's always twisted up. Like Candace Owens does shit like that all the time. Candace, like Candace Owens, Owens is crazy. That that bitch is she's like the opposite. She was the same problem, but on the opposite spectrum. That bitch is exactly exactly. Wow. And like my whole thing about like the only problem when I hear like Democrats like talk about race is that like the difference between them and Republicans is like. I'm more offended by it and I'm more hurt by it just because it's like, I know that your heart is in the right place, but it's so tone deaf. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, I think I do think to me, too, like the fact because I don't know that their hearts in the right place when it comes to like the media and politicians, Democratic voters. I think their hearts, Demo- I think the voters generally all of our hearts are in the right place. But uh yeah. I think what what grosses me out about it is that essentially what's happened is like the liberals co-opted what Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and those great figures started in the 50s and 60s. Like they've co-opted that movement, which was a real movement that had real need and did great things. And they've turned it into this like thing where it's a team sport and like every black person has to be on the same political team. Otherwise, you're like you don't get to even count as a black person. It's like to me, it's like. Worse than what Republicans are doing, because at least when a Republican says something that's kind of racist, it's like pretty obvious and we all know it. It's kind of there in front of you, whereas Democrats are like they're hiding it behind this idea that they're working for us. Yeah, I think I think the only like Democratic candidate who was able like able to uh, to like approach like race in a way that like didn't seem phony to me was Bernie Sanders if I'm being completely honest because he was speaking about things in in, in like terms of like this is what's going to benefit all Americans it's like this would help like this law would help black people which in turn would actually just help all Americans 
all people who are lower class, because once everyone is on the same page economically, uh, racial boundaries start becoming like less like rigid and we start acknowledging each other as like we're on the same team. We're all dealing with like the same shit, the same issue. Oh, oh shit. Can you hear me, Zach? Do we nope. do yeah. Oh, okay, we're back. Are you back? Yep. You were talking yep. about Bernie Sanders and Big Brother turned you off. <laughs> yeah. See, th- that's it's the the real oppressed people in this country are leftists, okay? They're silencing us, all right? <laughs> the CIA said the CIA said no 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 right? no no. No communism on this podcast. <laughs> but right. honestly, I agree with you on that. Um even though I, I lean more conservative, Bernie was actually one of the few people I wanted to vote for. Because yeah. I did, I did, I did think I, 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 I did also think he was legit, and I also like what did like what he said about like helping all Americans. I don't know that like his brand of socialism is the way to do it, but I do like that because when it comes to like when people start talking about reparations, it's, um, like focusing specific resources towards just black people, I think that like let's focus them towards all the people who need it. And like, look, black people will be included, mm-hmm. because, you know, like they'll, exactly. they'll, they'll not, they would naturally be included. I don't know. We have to like focus every all the specific energy to helping just black people. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like, I do agree that like there are there are things that I think specifically do need to like be addressed for black people, because like if like there's no there's no argument. They have had it like the roughest in this country so like when it comes to like reparation i would say i i do support reparations but i do think like we need to like define what that is what uh, if you define- what if you guys what what if you just strapped me up in the town square and like everyone got to like slap my ass or something <laughs> i think that's just a good time i don't think i would accept enough. it i would accept <laughs> <Yeah>. it <laughs> I mean, I think if uh, reparations, I think is kind of silly anyway, though, because politically it's like that's never going to happen. You're never going to get a bunch of most of Americans to support giving people checks by racial class. Yeah, it does get into like a weird, like a weird way. But like, that's why I say like the debate needs to happen. I think like we need to talk about like, what are we talking about? 40 acres and a mule or are we talking about money? And like, does this only go to like, um just all black people or are we talking about black people who are specifically descendants of slaves or are we talking about black people who are specifically the descendants of slaves in the united states of america because it, and then because then it gets into like weird territory because like i like i i have ancestors who were slaves in puerto rico and, and what about and, our and haitian friends and haitian exactly so it's like <clears throat> You know, and I mean, and it gets even why, weirder. It gets even weirder when you consider yeah. that there are some people who have bl- black ancestors that were slave owners, and yeah. the fact that like some people are descendants of slaves, but they're doing good now, like they oh, somewhere along the line in their generation, in their family. And what about what about the uh, the beautiful like the the black people whose descendants were house slaves and they didn't have it that rough? Do they get a smaller percentage? <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it, I don't know. Like, I that that'd be weird. That'd be weird. I think Twitter like, would say yes. Twitter would say absolutely. 
Well, Twitter. I mean, let's not even bring Twitter into this. You're Twitter, right. I shouldn't. I, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Twitter has ever had a good take on anything. Uh, but I don't know. I think that, like, again, where I stand, I support uh, reparations. I do think that we need to have a conversation about like what that actually means. But uh, I'm not like I'm not black enough to like have uh, an opinion really on like what it should mean. You know, <clears throat> so, like I really don't. What if? The, like, what if I know this is yeah. this is <laughs> this is this is gonna be? I'm gonna throw it out there, and I might not get any bites. Oh, but like, what if all the I black love, people, I, what if all the black people get together to have the reparations conversation, and they come out with it, and everyone just wants Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds, about, that sounds about right. Can I insert uh, myself in the conversation then? That was fun. As, uh, that was it's. I don't know how we even got how we got here. How we ended up going down like the panacea of like black subjects, yeah. <laughs> black political topics. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my only point in general was that um. Yeah, I don't know that I feel like the bar for calling anyone a white supremacist should be like in the sky, but like the bar for calling a black guy a white supremacist should be like on the moon. And it's just like L.A. Times, who the fuck? I don't know. The whole thing, it gives me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it gives me I don't know. I, I, I know I definitely react to it as like a black person who is pretty conservative because I often get told by other black people that like I'm like a coon or a tap dancer or an Uncle Tom or whatever brainwashed by the mm-hmm. white man, whatever. I've heard it all, you know, so whatever I see something like this, my and I don't even like I like I said, I think he'd probably be bad at the job. He's like a he's like a fucking Fox host. So I doubt yeah. he knows what the fuck. It's all. It's all, like, what's he gonna do? Like, he's pass doing, a law, but like, pass a let's law say no. What he's doing? People. <laughs> he probably will. Uh, let you. I think. Like, let's talk. Like, let's talk about like what he would or would not be good at. Like, what are his qualifications? Because calling them when you when I hear, see a publication like that say like he's the black face of white supremacy. If I was in California, I would want to vote for him just because of that. Frankly. Well, honestly, I want if he runs. I do want him to win because I want because I think that will make Democrats uh, realize, oh, we got to clean our act up. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, I mean, you like can't you can't. This, I mean, because the you veneer. Know. Yeah. The veneer of, of identity politics is just so it's so weak at this point and it's just so yeah. overplayed and, it, and, and, and the Republican Party is going to has more and more niggas, too. So it's like it's just not eventually it's going to run its course. Yeah, exactly. So I think like it's an L that like that I think the Democrats are going to face and need to face if they want to if they want to start rebranding themselves so that they can actually be the party for people of color because they need to realize that they're obviously ignoring problems that like are being addressed that like people of color are like saying like like I believe in defunding the police. I really do. But I think that like it oh boy. people need to be no, wait, wait. But I think the term <laughs> itself, wait, I think the term itself, defunding the police, turns people off mm. because all you hear is that. Mm. You never like really hear like what people mean like when they say defund the police. All you all you hear is like, let's get rid of all cops which is not the same thing. It's not the same thing 
it's basically let's reform the police system. Let's first of all, let's make it harder to be a cop. And maybe cops make way too much money for what they do, which is completely true. Also, uh, like a lot of them aren't trained very well for specific situations. As we can tell, was just all these cops who just they, like any situation, they just reach for their gun and just start killing people, which is fucking stupid. And everyone goes, well, you don't know what it's like. You know, you're a police officer. You don't know if anyone's going to take a like turn a gun on you. It's like, well, if it's a job where it's that high stress, maybe you shouldn't be a police officer if your first instinct is always gun, you know? Like, that's really dumb. Like, if I were a chef, it's really dumb if every time I receive an order before they tell me what it is, I go, oh, we're making steak. Like, that's it. I'm sending a steak yeah. out. Yeah, you know, that was uh, that's this. That might be the first insane thing I think you've said on this podcast. So far, we've agreed so far because <laughs> yeah. uh, I do. I do. Honestly, from what I've seen from this from the areas that have taken defund the police to its totality i i think that no, it means what, it does actually mean defund the police because when you that and, area and has I, the I, I i i do think that i do i like if it, I, do, I would be for i'm for like reformation i'm for like changes within the police system i think they should go to college for instance i think they should have to pay for their own college i think that would do a great yeah. job with like weeding out some of the guys that can't handle stress like that no black um, and also <laughs> uh <laughs> but uh yeah, the problem with the whole defund the police thing is that when you look at the states that have done it and then in the cities that have done it, it's not turning out very well. I actually have a news story that I was going to bring up later uh, about uh, Portland because there is now there are now frequent like shootouts, like gun battles between quote unquote Antifa members and quote unquote Proud Boy members and like the official like like the, the police in Portland are essentially just letting these happen I bet here's the thing. It's like everyone talks about because like, they've just like, it's because like that's cities. like Portland is one of those places where the defund the police movement really reached ahead. And like the police, like the the people that are running the police aren't sending them to get involved. The, the mayor is mm -hmm. not sending them to get involved. So they're essentially just allowing gun battles to happen because that's like what happens when defund the police becomes becomes what like the thing that everybody agrees on. I mean, you could also look but, at like, California. One of the things that Larry Elder's talking about is the crime and it's like Cal like Gavin Newsom. He has defunded them. He's taken a massive amount of funding from the police in California. And like it's now legal in California to steal. I think it's six hundred dollars and like the police won't do anything because now there's so few of them and they're so underfunded that they're like, whatever, we can't go after people stealing something like six hundred dollars. So okay. it's like when you look at the real world applications of defund the police, it's like, I don't know. Hello? It's kind of looking like a bad fucking idea. Um, yeah, here's the thing. It's like, first of all, I, I would have to check on that because I'm more than positive that like no real cities yet have actually defunded the police. Has there been like, ha I know that some cities have like cut some funding and I was reading up on it, but a lot of those cities actually just cut funding for municipal things like overall it wasn't just the police. And for a lot so of these, cities, are you, I mean, do you consider defunding the police? Do you, just a question. Do you understand? Do you consider that to be like completely stripping all the police's funding? Because that's not any no, reduction in funding of is defunded. Not. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that like the police aren't the only thing being defunded. 
It's like a lot in a lot of these cities. It's, okay. like, it's like there's lot there's mass amounts of cutting back in spending in general. And also a lot of this like doesn't even seem like it's actually tied to like, oh, we're not being paid enough. A lot of police officers and they've admitted just like they're just they don't want to do their job. They just don't want to do it. And well, I think that's, I think that's, 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 that's one of the effects insidious. of the defund the police thing. But that's what, I think that's it, one of the effects of the whole thing. I mean, if you were a cop right now, would you stay a cop with defund the police going around? All cops are bastards going around. I mean, everybody at this point seen incidents of people like attacking cops and fucking with cops who are just doing their jobs. If you're paying attention, you should have seen one or two of those incidents because they've been happening. You know, it's I, I mean, if I were a cop, say, I would quit, too. Frankly. I say, yeah, but I say that if you're a cop and you care about being a cop and if the reason that you're a cop is because you want to, quote unquote, protect and serve, you would do it anyways. And then if that if that incentive like takes away the incentive to protect and serve their community, I say, then did you really care about it? Is that really why you joined? Is it like what is the real point of you even being there? Do you know what I mean? And let's be honest, the real reason that like crime goes up has nothing really to do with like defund the police. It has to do everything with poverty. And I like a big thing did just happen that has affected people's wages, their employment and every other thing that goes along with it. So of course, like crime is going to go up. And also, we were just in the summer. Crime always goes up in the summer. That's also just a statistical fact. So we really have no way of knowing in less than a year if defunding the police is really what contributed to a high amount of crime. There's so many factors that go along with it. Do you know? You um, know? Well, I do know that in Portland and California, it hasn't been, it's been happening for a little bit over a year, but... Um... I would agree with you there. Like poverty is also, is obviously one of the biggest, probably the biggest uh, factor when it comes to crime. Uh, mm-hmm. I would also say though that this is where like the the left's position on this whole thing confuses me because they mm-hmm. uh, have also pushed a lot of the policies that have frankly left a lot of people broke. So it's like we so we're pushing policies to make people broke and keep people at home and keep people out of work. And then we're also pushing, knowing that that's going to lead to a rise in crime. We're also going to at the same time push for less police even though we know that we're making people broke by forcing lockdowns and shit. And yeah, but the left also wants to implement a bunch of uh, things that would make people not broke and that would create jobs like, you know, switching to uh, renewable energy and stuff like that, which would require people to be trained on how to work on like solar power plants and stuff like that, which would create jobs. Um, infrastructure bills which means that there will be more construction projects that to to be worked on which would create more jobs um uh free education which allows people to go to school and move up economically uh free health care which allows people to be treated and get the medication they need so that they can function and actually get a job and do things like it's 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 there's so many things that tie into this so like i think it's like kind of Un, like it's unfair to like say it's like oh well they passed this and like it led to that it's like yeah well they also were trying to pass this that would also like helped a lot more and like we don't like no we don't get to like argue that we don't get to see that side because we haven't implemented those things yet 
And I also think that we haven't worked hard enough to try to implement those things. And it is very like frustrating to me, like, like for free healthcare, like every year they say like, this is going to be the year, this is going to be the year that we're finally going to get, get a push for Medicare for all. And then fucking a bunch of Democrats who are like funded by the pharmaceutical company go, eh, actually, you know what, maybe people having healthcare isn't that good. And like just fucking everybody over. Like, that's just, well, I mean, that's just true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, when it comes to like the medical industry and the politicians, they're all in each other's pockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, don't, I would, um, I guess I, under, I understand the sentiment. I don't think, though, that all those things that Democrats think are, think are going to make jobs and uh, make people healthy are actually going to work. Uh, well, they might work. The thing is, they're never going to get passed. I mean, but the thing is, we keep is seeing exa- we do keep seeing examples of the stuff getting passed and the in the places where they get passed shit not going well. Like and not saying because I'm a centrist, I'm not really on either side. And I actually have some beef for Republicans to bring up a little bit later. Uh mm-hmm. But, you know, when you look around, I mean, when you look at all of the areas that are controlled the most dominantly by Democrats, you see the most poverty, you see the most uh, instances of racism, you see the most instances of police brutality, you see more crime, you see the most murder. It's like, yeah, obvious. It's, it seems to me that you can't like when you when you look at how when you look at it, literally it not literally every yeah. single but all of the liberal meccas and you see what they're turning into which are just dens of homeless people in crime it's like i don't know it kind of seems to me like maybe that like all this shit that they think is going to work is not working the way yeah. you know you, can't, yeah. you don't really you get to have, have the position as a politician either that like oh well it would have worked if i also got to pass these other laws like no you need to the law you pass each individual law should be a good law you shouldn't need other laws to make your law work hmm. Well, I mean, then if we're going to get into that topic about like, because I hear this talking point all the time. It's like Democratic run cities are always like so high in crime. And then it's like, I mean, well, let's let's talk about this, like realistically. Also, most Democratic run cities are a higher population, true, in general. Like that's always going to have more crime. There's more people. There's going to be more crime. There's going to be more crime. That's just how that works. Uh, and then also, like, I mean, you can take the statistics and look at it by no, population, no, though, and see that it's still, but like, no, but because, like, what are we gonna do? We're gonna compare. So, Atlanta, I'm pretty sure Atlanta has has a Democratic uh, mayor, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Then, but and Atlanta has actually been on the come up. It's actually a pretty, it's a pretty safe city compared to somewhere like Detroit. And are we really going to say that, like, the statistics to uh, of crime in Detroit and Atlanta should be the same because they both have Demo- Democrats, like, in power? No, because th- there's more context to that. There's way more context to all of that. I mean, for example, Detroit, their economy was completely crashed because... Uh, because in the 90s, like, almost every single fucking factory closed down. And so the city became a fucking ghost town. Nobody was working and people, a lot of people turned to crime. Whereas in Atlanta, in a few, like in the past like decades, like it's been popping, the, like the economy has been popping off because people who 
like became famous and like made more money, started investing more in their communities. Mm. And not just that, I mean, like the TV and film industry, like went to Atlanta and created more jobs. They created more like, like the tech industry is also kind of big in Atlanta. So what we really should be talking about then in those cities has nothing to do with like what party is in power, but with bringing people in who will benefit the economy, bringing industries in that will benefit the economy of those places, which a lot of those places won't do that because a lot of the politicians are, and I, guys, I'm going to say this, so I know there's a little brave, but I'm going to be a little brave here. A lot of politicians are pretty corrupt and they want to <laughs> keep hierarchies. Yeah. I can't believe you just said keep that. hierarchies in place. So, of course, they're not going to actively, like, they, even though they have a vested interest in, they're not going to actively try to get, like, more industries and shit like that to come over into the cities. And by the way, I'm talking out of my ass. Like, I don't know if this is factually true. It's just how I see the world. Is Yeah, no, this is the podcast to, where we know nothing, but we know everything. So Yeah, where they're not going to uh, bring in like more money into the city because if that's true that means that they're going to see more people that they don't like moving into the neighborhoods that they live in i mean you look at baltimore baltimore is a mess it's a it's a crime ridden mess but baltimore is still pretty much heavily segregated in terms in, in economic lines if you look at a, a, at a map of baltimore and you look at the demographics it's almost like perfectly split in half and it's the same thing with Chicago. So the so, real question is, why isn't anyone putting any money into these communities? Uh, well, why, why are they, yeah, why are they sending, why do they constantly send uh, the worst teachers in, and the least prepared teachers into uh, the school districts that get the less funding, which will almost secure that the people who go to those schools get a worse education, which means that it's almost guaranteed that they won't be able to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and leave or uh, make a good living for themselves because, hell, they haven't even received a good enough education to know that they're worth more than that. So well, I'd agree with you there that education, yeah. I think education's like the, like of the top, if you were to pick a top five issues that are like, that should be focused on in America, education would definitely be education on that Education is list. number one. And education that's both sides, because I think both sides miseducate and both, and both sides block really good potential education. Uh, well, well, one side is actively still trying to say evolution isn't real. So I we do think, also have one side trying to teach critical race yeah. theory, which is for lawyers to children. So they're kind of equally insane from where I'm critical, As someone who like, who like studied, like was originally going to be a teacher, the only bit of critical race theory that they actually teach in schools and that, like this is true is just hey white people for a long time did some pretty bad things well and, that's I, well, and that right there i, I think, think that that's a misrepresentation of history to just to frame american history as white people were doing bad things that's one of my biggest because all the bad things that have been done in american history you can find examples of with different races and different mix-ups um i think like, the fundamental like what? fundamental reason that all that bad things in this country happened, I don't think is racism. I think racism has obviously been uh, 
in America's history was used as a tool by a lot of very powerful people to do a lot of very bad things, but they would have found a tool that wasn't racism if racism wasn't there and available. So that's generally, that's like generally one of my base criticisms of critical race theory, but really my issue with it is that it's, it's a legal theory. It's for the courtroom. It's for winning legal arguments. It Mm. should be understood within a, like a larger context that you cannot, that high schoolers don't have. Well, the fact, well, here's the thing is that there are, and I don't think that it's appropriate to be teaching that kind of stuff to, to kids who don't have that context because you can't, it's a legal theory. It's for winning arguments. It's not to describe the truth of the world. But the thing is, is that like they use it to explain a lot of things that go um, like go unexplained. Like for some, for, like, for example, when I was in eighth grade, I was in advanced U.S. history and this is in Orlando, Florida. And I knew kids who straight up thought that the South won the Civil War. And that <laughs> didn't know that and that they didn't know that slavery was the cause of the Civil War, which it was. It just was. Well, there, so, there is there is some common sense debate as to whether or not we can say that slavery was the only cause or even the main the, biggest- the main impetus, because when the war started, the North was not trying to take slaves. But the reason that the South went to war in the first place had to do with slavery. That was definitely a part of it. They were concerned about the growing anti-slavery sentiment, but there were also a lot of economic factors and a lot of political factors that led to it as well. That like yeah, the, the biggest economic factor was that they would their economy would collapse if they get rid of if they get rid <clears throat> that, of slavery. That was certainly one of their big concerns. Yeah, Robert E. Lee even said the reason that we're doing this is to protect the institution of slavery. Yeah, and I will remember he was a politician. I do think politicians lie. I don't think that was really why they fought that war because the institution of slavery wasn't under attack in the South until they started the war. And it was until like the war went on for something like a year and a half to two before Abraham Lincoln decided, well, we're going to take the slaves. And he only decided that because he decided that having black people die in his army would be useful for him. So. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not defending him. I'm, but I am saying that, like, it's you look at almost every single historical do- document about when they were creating the Confederacy and what it was based on. It really they've said several times it's based on the idea that the white man is superior to the black man. That, like that's written. There's so many people have said that. And this is from straight from the horse's mouth. This isn't like a, a topic of debate, really. You can debate that slavery wasn't the only reason, but it's definitely the biggest reason. It was always the biggest reason. And like, I think that that is why our education system is so fucked up is that anybody can be convinced now that, oh, it wasn't, even though it's fucking, they wrote it down and said it themselves because the descendants of confederate soldiers and politicians knew that the only reason that they're able to continue to get votes and to uh, get support for the legacy of the confederacy is if they downplay the amount of racism that actually went on is if they downplay the importance of race uh, of slavery to their way of life so that they can deny that all they the only thing they stand for is racism and get more people on their side 
Well, I don't think I, I don't think that the only thing Republicans stand for is racism. Oh, What's that? This is the most New York thing. You're just like sitting on the stairs with like, your friends walking by. That's so cool. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm, where, where I'm at, you literally will never see anybody if it's not a crackhead. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, essentially like um, all I was saying about the about the Civil War thing is like that. Yeah, I don't I, I do think that slavery's. I, I think it's been a little bit uh, to say that it was like the the sole reason or the main reason is a little bit of a uh, misinterpretation of events because before the Civil War, there was there were fights going on between the North and the South about how the South's goods were being taxed and getting sent to the North. And we all know that taxes are like some of the, one of the best ways to start a war. There were there were religious disputes. There were cultural disputes. Mm-hmm. There were also a bunch of men in power in the South that wanted a country. And I think that that was the cause like if you were going to pick the main cause it would be the fact that robert e lee and everybody all the other confederate leaders wanted a country they did decide that slavery was a one of the battles that 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 was like they decided to put themselves on that issue and make that a big deal because they thought that was a good way to keep to create a country but i don't I mean, it, it would be just like saying that, like, terrorism is the reason that we're fighting in the Middle East right now. And it's like, yeah, sure, that's what everybody said and that's what everybody's written. And that's the official narrative. But we all know that it's not about terrorism. We all know that's yeah, not over there because that's not how a power works. Yeah, the reason that the public is given is seldom the reason that, like, war happens. Yeah, but in the Constitution of the United States, there's nowhere written where nobody wrote anything about, like, terrorism, whereas the Constitution of the Confederacy literally addressed that uh this is a country that is built on slavery and it is a good thing mm. that's in the confederate like constitution like that that was yeah was yeah you're, you're absolutely right about that it's like in the first paragraph yeah exactly like it's it's the like like i i it, it's just it's always been slavery and like people every every single argument that people make it's like what was actually about this? Oh, like it was because they were starting to tax the South unfairly. It's like, well, they were starting to tax the South more because they realized that like a lot of the labor used to produce the goods was unpaid labor anyway. Well, that's see, so, that's where course, so that's, it wasn't even fair. That's when you can't. I don't think you can make a sound historical argument that Washington was really really cared about the fact that there were slaves the the vast majority of the north even when a lot of northern states had abolished slavery the vast majority of northerners were apathetic they did not care whether oh, or yeah. not there were well, black people slaves. were still well yeah people were still racist like they on, cared like, this, more about their fucking textiles costing more than they, they did about more- yeah they cared more about sending their five-year-old child into a fucking textile mill where they're gonna work 18 hour shifts than they cared yeah. about like the institution of slavery that yikes uh <laughs> and, you know so that's a point where it comes to education where i'm like i can see because i am a centrist and i can see bits of what both sides are saying where i'm like okay I do think we talk about slavery. I don't like I mean, I grew up in I mean, I went to a teeny tiny school in a teeny tiny southern town. We certainly talked about it. It wasn't like it wasn't like a secret or anything. Yeah, they're just um, like, hey, we did it. Um, and, you know, I could maybe go for like having more historical context on that side. But also like let's like if we're going to do that, let's really, really flesh out the context. Let's also talk about the fact that the North built its political power and in in all of its military on the back of slavery, even though they didn't have slaves there, the northern economy oh, no, were built on slavery. 
like the whole country was. So it's not even, you know, so that's where I'm like, both sides, yeah. I feel like, want to miseducate, essentially, because both sides well, want to present a narrative that's, that really ignores very important parts of the history. Well, the narrative that the left is trying to present is actually, and it has to do with exactly what you said. It was like, hey, everybody benefited from this horrible system, and we need to acknowledge that. The left is also trying to present an idea that like America is fundamentally a racist country and that we are still... Of a racist country, and those are two, those are two things that I have that I those are two ideas that I, I struggle with. Because I do yeah, obviously I, I, there's obviously there's like something that's just something you and I will disagree on. Then, like I mean, I I I, I agree with, with that sentiment, and like it's okay if you don't. Like it's just like it's hard to not come to that conclusion. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I think if you look at history, uh, if you're looking at certain historical events in a certain way, yeah, it's but I do think I think if you look at the fact that in two generations, we've gone from black people not being able to sit at counters to now there's no nothing you can't do in this country as a black person. You can get any job you want. You could go where you want. You could literally be the president. Like when you look at that, you could look at that and then at those series of events and say there's no racism in this country, which is what the right often does. And it's wrong because there is some racism yeah. in, in certain like in the in the courts, I think the courts is really like where you see the most racism nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, I think like like the vast majority of life in America is not like not like full of racism, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've like I've like I've had people call me a nigger on the street. I've come across the random weird white person. I don't think they're indicative of the vast majority of Americans or like our institutions. I say that I, I say it's just hard. It's I hate when people say like in either way of like, oh, this is not indicative of all Americans, this or this is not the way all Americans or this is a small amount of Americans. Like, you don't know. It's like we we will never there's no way for us to like really know that because there's 350 million of us. You know what I mean? It's it's impossible to know how every single American, how most American feels about anything. Well, yeah, but you can look, you can look at like the way the country works and see that like, obviously most people are not racist. Until you go somewhere and that is how it seems. Well, and it's, it's, my thing about that is that I'm from, I'm from one of those towns that everybody always says I'm from Interlochen, Florida. And it's like, I mean, it's, it's, there's two intersections with traffic lights in this town. It's tiny, it's country, there's rednecks everywhere. This mm-hmm. is, I, like I grew up in the exact kind of place that everybody's always saying that this is where the racism is coming from. And I don't see mm-hmm. it. And I grew up here and like, yeah, there's cultural differences. A lot of the times people will kind of make remarks or jokes that would be taken insensitively in a different setting. But mm-hmm. as a black person, was I afraid to be here? No, I don't know any other black people that were afraid to be here. I'm friends with rednecks. I'm friends with other black people here. Like, yeah. it's, it even now, and you know, there is the, there's more Republicans here. There's more people that probably would say that the Civil War wasn't about slavery. There's more people that would fall on the conservative side here. But is it a racist place? No. I mean, I've got white. I've got there's tons of white houses that I can go walk into and not knock on the door because I'm welcome. You know, yeah. I was I, I've had white yeah. cops in this place literally let me get away with the shit that they could have put my black ass in prison for. You know, mm. it's. It's uh, yeah, like I said, not to say that like there's no racism. I've seen it. I know that, that I know that it happens. And I think, like I said, in the courts and education, it's really rife. But like, 
whatever as somebody who grew up in one of the places where racism is supposed to be coming from i'm looking i look around and i and i and i realize that like hey ro- the rural south is not what democrats are trying to make it out to be and i know that because i'm from that and this is where i grew up so i question that that naturally i got leads me to question the whole thing this is supposed to be where the yeah. races are yeah no and i get that i get that and what i would have to say with that is, is like then that you've had a really nice experience you're really lucky. You're in a really you're you're ta- you're lucky that your town is the way that it is, and that your experience has been the way that it is. But you can't say that that's going to be the same thing for every other town in the rural south, because if it were, then that entire net- narrative of the rural south being racist wouldn't exist. But no, I don't think that's the case. It's a political narrative. Political narratives are made up all the time. It, they don't have to be rooted in reality to take on traction. And I've Everything been plenty of other places in the South and I know plenty of other Southerners. I don't. Yeah, this, been, this I, I have never been able to find an actual real world example of this of a small Southern town being racist. And I'm all about small Southern towns. That's like my thing. Yeah. And that's good that you haven't found one. But that doesn't mean they don't exist. <laughs> Oh, I know I would. I think I could confidently say there's not a town full of racists in America. There are uh, there's a racist in every town in America. There are not towns full of racists in America. I mean, it's not it's not like it's like like this is simply around the things that would be happening if that were the case. Like there would be there would be there would be lynchings. There would be all kinds of shit that we'd be able to see that would be demonstrable. I mean, right now. There are. What are you, you going to call the cop? The cops killing the black people, Lichick? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking okay. about like actual, like, like a couple, like a couple of years ago, there was like that black judge in like, in like some small town. I don't even remember where, but like they fucking went to her house. They kidnapped her. They killed her and they dropped her body in a fucking lake. This That's happened like a couple of years ago. Yeah. That shit oh, happens. Shit. Like it's, it it's it is real. So what I'm well, saying I mean, is I like, would want to look into the particulars and say, I mean, it was it about race just because a black person has something bad done to them doesn't mean it was yeah. racial. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, just <laughs> because something hasn't happened to you doesn't mean it doesn't happen. And I've but I'm not saying I also like I didn't say I've never like I've had people be racist towards me. I've had people say racist shit. I've had people do racist shit. I've, I know, like, I'm not saying that I've never saying, but you're also I've seen it. I've There's seen no it, but way. what I overwhelmingly see more of is the fact that the vast majority of people that you come across treat most people, treat people equally. Like, the, I mean, the vast majority, vast of people majority Americans grew up in a country that, where, where we are always talking about diversity. I would say the vast majority of people won't actively uh, act out in violence because they don't want to go to jail. But that doesn't mean they don't have violent sentiments that they don't say out loud. Well, but that's like a total you could like hypothetically like you could like take that same kind of logic and just and say that like most people are pedophiles and we will never know because we can't know what's in their heads. Yeah, we don't. We don't. Some know. people would make the extra. I've heard people make that argument. <laughs> yeah, no. And I mean, like, it's a dumb argument. <laughs> it's usually uh, the ones that we, want P to be stuck in there after LGBTQ. They want the little P. <laughs> yeah, no, those people are dishonest. I, yeah, no, <laughs> we're not for those people. We're not. Yeah, those people are. Yeah, those people are weirdos. Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, like, and like, we'll reach a point where we're just like, we'll we'll just be like talking in circles, but it's like, it's like, 
at the end of the day, we neither one of us mm. is able to say with full confidence the rural South is this one way. Because for as many examples as you can bring up, it's like, oh, I've been treated this way and it's been like pretty nice. Then you can also find a bunch of other <clears throat> articles where if, like black I people do, I do think- up by all by white people and like all this other shit. Like that just happen. It, it, it does happen. And like I understand that's a good point. People are cruel yeah. like across the board. Yeah, people are cruel across the board. And like I understand like you wanting to say it's like, well, I don't like this narrative because it paints like a bad well it's not that uh, i don't like it it's that i don't as that i was that i I, like i think as the side that's claiming that the south is where most is is where the majority of racism racism is or that the south is more racist or that small towns are more racist like if you're making that claim it's incumbent upon you to provide the evidence the statistical evidence to prove that here's the fact here's a fact and i and i i do agree with you it doesn't know me when people just say the South is racist because if you go to fucking rural Michigan, they're going to be pretty fucking racist too. If you go to rural Montana, it's going to be where is Michigan. If you go, where is that? Michigan is in the Midwest. If you go to upstate New York, if you go to upstate New York, it's going to be, Oh, you go to Staten Island. It's really fucking racist over there. If you go to fucking parts of Brooklyn, it's really racist. Like racism is, is everywhere. It's everywhere. So like, you can't like, so like it's it's like it's so i do agree that like just painting it as like it's only going on in the rural south is irresponsible but i think that it's a larger if we actually want to talk about it it's a larger problem because it's actually present everywhere in the united states big cities small cities big towns, little towns, it's present everywhere to varying degrees. And you can't like, like where there are people with differences, there will be people who want to create in groups and out groups. And that's always, and that will always cause people to treat others differently. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, I, I agree with you on that. That's, that's essentially where I'm coming from. in most of, yeah. most of like my, Position is just that I think anytime there's rhetoric that starts splitting, that's wanting to split up people into groups, it's just simply wrong. There's a praying mantis in my hair. Yeah. Oh my god. It's like yeah. there's a huge, there's a huge chapter of the KKK in. Holy shit, in bro! It's right on top of you. I know. Oh shit! I don't see it. Grab it. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it. It's a praying mantis. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Those things suck. Yeah. Let, but yeah, up. let's uh, let's move on. Uh. Yeah, that was a, yeah, news. yeah. Let's move let's on. But that fun. was that was let's interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I did. I, yeah. I I was gonna. I was. I did have like a whole news section. We kind of did one story and then <laughs> and then uh, went off on a thing. I was gonna talk about Biden's federal vac- vaccine mandates, but I feel like you uh, you might not want to. <laughs> I mean, I think I do think I do. Th- uh, with the vaccine mandate, I do think like uh, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't know how to feel about that. I'm vaccinated, so I kind of don't care. But also, it's like if it's gonna be like at the level where France is at, where it's like don't leave your house if you're not vaccinated, and be like, okay, let's let's calm down a little bit. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I do think people should get the vaccine. Uh, that's all I'll say mm. is I do think that people should get the vaccine. 
But if they don't want to, fucking fine. That's their dumb choice. Uh, I don't. But I'm not gonna force them to to do. I like that. that. Let people to. make dumb choices. Let people. Yeah, literally, let people make dumb choices. It's it's like that like, could be a political slogan. That I I like it. I'd vote for that guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was. I did. Uh, essentially, the uh, the particulars of the mandates are that uh, it's they're focused on businesses. It's a hundred, a uh, hundred. If uh, any businesses with over a hundred employees can end up getting fined up to like fourteen thousand dollars a week per employee if they don't if the employees are not vaccinated or getting like a weekly test. Essentially, mm-hmm. the tests are expensive. The tests aren't expensive. The tests the are free in most paying, places. So we're just going to start mandating vaccines. Tests are free in most places? Yeah. I mean, in New York City, they're free everywhere. Uh, okay. I think because I've, I've heard a lot of people say that, like, it would be really expensive to do the testing. I'll admit I haven't looked too much into it. That's bullshit. That's well, I mean, I, depending I where know, they're at. I know uh, I can't speak on how much it costs, but I have friends and I'm not going to name them because I, I don't want them to get shut down by the FCC or whatever. <laughs> but they told me point blank, like they're livid over this. Like they are not like they're it's making them more defiant. The fact that it was mandated now and it's, fucking, it's making them more patriotic. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's get it's going to get real bad. <laughs> and some businesses nope. like small businesses that. When I say small businesses, obviously over 100 employees, that's not small necessarily, but not yeah. a corporation. Businesses that aren't corporations that are don't like this, they're not going to do shit about it. Like they're mm-hmm. they're going to dig in their heels and we're going to have like you thought the fucking courts were bad during the pandemic. We're gonna have oh, so yeah. many goddamn court cases on this. Oh, Ben Shapiro literally ever get done. Ever. Ben Shapiro, the day that Biden made the speech, Ben Shapiro put out like a little fifteen-minute ad on his podcast that was just like, "We are fighting this, and subscribe to the Daily Wire so that you can fund us, and we are going to defend freedom." But like, for, but real, real talk, like not to do a both sides ism. But would people be freaking out this much if Trump passed a, vac- a vaccine mandate? I always have thought that's a very interesting question. I would have. I wish we could see, like, if the roles were reversed, would Democrats be the ones that are anti-vax or anti-mask or whatever? No, because Dem- Dems, Dems are a bunch of, like, white people who are nervous about everything. They will always <laughs> yeah, be, right. they will always be pro-vaccine. I think it Don- I actually, and I do believe this. If Donald Trump uh, passed a vaccine mandate, I think more like definitely Latinos, like we would be like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, it, the, it confuses me that it's even the vaccine thing is even left right because like Trump got the vaccine and a lot of Republican Trump, yeah. politicians have Trump's been Dude, telling see- people to get vaccinated and yeah. he gets booed. He's uh-huh. getting. Dude, he, they do not like. They do not that, like you the saw vaccine. that video? Yeah, they don't like the vaccine bit in his. Uh, oh no, they hour. don't. Yeah, that that yo that they they're like cut that joke. They're like they're like talk about pussy. Shut the fuck up. Talk about Biden. Stop, I don't want to hear this vaccine shit. Call him Sleepy hear- Joe. Do the do the classics. 
Talk about the wall. <laughs> Literally, it's like it's it's like when a one-hit wonder band tries yeah. to do new music and everybody's like, fuck you! Give me fucking Bohemian Rhapsody, bitch. I don't want to hear anything for the new album. I don't care yeah. about the new album. It's I like, came here. yo, Carlos, it's like Kennison when he was doing the same act for like the sixth year and he was just yeah. on drugs, like about to die on stage and everyone knew all the words to his bits and they would yeah, say it and, for and, him. <laughs> Dude, you watch an Andrew Dice Clay comedy special. It's not a real comedy special at that point. No, everyone no, is no. finishing his punchlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hickory dickory dock. Hey, this bitch shot my cock. I, <laughs> like uh, you know, fun. It's, it's an interesting. It's an interesting phenomenon that you point out with the Trump thing, where he gets he's getting booed now by his fangirls, and it's like both. It's it's funny. You see both parties where they've kind of riled up their base into being really mad, and then I think they're losing control because I don't think Trump ever thought he would get booed, and like I don't think yeah. like. I don't think Biden ever thought that like liberals would be this mad at him. They're like, they're like, Trump. oh shit, we've left, we fucking let go of the leash. Yeah, Trump is just like, I thought this set would kill. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought I was gonna, I thought I was gonna get a whole new hour out of this shit. I had a whole riff on the vaccines. And I love it. it. It's only gonna, it's only a matter yeah. of time before Trump's used to be Trump voters are pulling him off of stage and just ripping him to shreds. It's only a matter of time before, like, Trump, like, like, I think in, like, five years, Trump will, like, start to act woke. Like, I was just, just about to say he's going to be a Democrat next time around. Watch. He's going <laughs> to, he's like, I've always, I hated racism. I said, hey, whoa, racism, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on? Everyone's, Why are you so racist, man? White supremacy. I've never met her. Everyone, everyone's talking about the wall. I said, we should get rid of the wall. It's too expensive. Why? Why do we put it on? <laughs> I love I Mexicans. I, I love Mexicans. I was doing, I was being ironic the whole time. They don't I get have it. To- I was. <laughs> I wanted people to see what a real, I wanted people to see what a real fascist would look like. I thought they would get rid of me and they, you know, it wasn't. <laughs> you took it too far. They took it too far. That's what I'll say. I took it too far. It's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> He's criticizing Wait, himself in, in third person. Donald Trump, what a loser that guy. What a loser he was. 2016 Donald. <laughs> Donald J, the new Donald. I'm, listen, my name, I'm Donald X. I'm, I'm the new. I read I read Roots recently, and let me tell you. No, he'll, he'll transition. He'll transition, and then he'll be like Danelda or whatever. Yeah, he'll just... He'll literally just go off and be like, uh, people are talking about, they're talking about trans people in sports. I don't think there's enough. I don't think there's enough. <laughs> I want to see more. more dicks out there against the women on the volleyball court. Yeah. <laughs> I've never dated a trans woman, but if I did, she'd be the hottest one. You'd be like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to question everything about myself. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I Melania, Melania, when I, I married Melania. her, I thought she was trans. I, I was hoping she was trans. <laughs> I was hoping I pulled down I, I pulled down her pants. I said, hey, where's the fucking big old cock? I was about to suck on a big juicy cock. You're telling me you had a pussy? Disgusting. <laughs> I didn't know this was a lady. <laughs> <laughs> D- 
that, bro, I gotta give it to you. That is a good. That's a good trumpet impression. I'm. Uh, I, I respect you. Thank you. I got. I got talents. Can we talk about Shane Gillis's special now? I was just about oh, to like, actually bring like, it up. Did you guys see it? Oh, of course. I watch. I go to. I go to bed every night watching it. <laughs> oh my god, it's so fucking good. Yeah, it was. It was pretty great. I, my favorite part was when, or one of my favorite parts, his closer was amazing. How he was coaching the Special Olympics, but yeah. um, but when uh, the DJ across the hall started playing and he was like fuck dude music's so much cooler than comedy <laughs> yeah like it's just a guy just like cam newton finger blasting a girl and doing molly it's so funny because zach knows this about me i majored in music and i fucking i gave up on it to do stand-up comedy and then i saw shane say that and i was like oh fuck nah he's right <laughs> I got the, right. uh, the, uh, the assassin, the assassination joke. That one, that was oh, it genius. for me. The part yeah. where he was like, Biden would, would be a close runner up because you could just punch him to death. I fucking died. No, I liked how he went oh. for the handshake and then went yeah. through the body shot. <laughs> yeah, the I will say, sorry, there's a train above me. Um, I will say, I don't think, Biden would be a, a, a funny president to get shot. I think it would be sad. I would feel a lot like the end of, of Mice and Men. <laughs> just where they kill. <laughs> they just, they're putting, why, well, why him? <laughs> he, just, he just wanted to pet the rabbits. You know, that's what it feels like. But so many comedy specials, I watched it last out of all three of us. Uh, let him get there on his own. Yeah. So many comedy specials now, they're in a theater and they feel so in ungenuine and inauthentic. This one, it was very gritty and I actually felt like I was in a club with the audience. I loved how it was shot as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. It yeah, I great. thought it was. It I like that. It looks very someone, like. Yeah. It definitely did feel like. Um, like going and watching someone do a set at the stand like yeah it felt very earnest and that's that's the best way to watch comedy too how yeah. it really is it Hell almost yeah. felt like a like a video that was taken on a phone weirdly to me and i liked i liked that a lot for some reason mm -hmm. yeah no and he and he was great and he was so like like this i mean there's such such a stereotypical thing to say about a comic but it's like he wasn't afraid to go there you know, like yeah, he, uh, his joke about his joke about the the fucking kids in volleyball shorts. I was like, that's that's yeah, Jesus Christ, man! Yeah, I can't believe yeah, that guy yeah. was almost on SNL. <laughs> and he was so self aware about it. He was like, that's a great way to kill yeah, us. I'm sorry, I got to interrupt your conversation. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. you. Yeah, that was Bye. Alex Davenport. Bye. He's a good hey. comic. He's a good comic. Hey, I'm the greatest comic. Hey, I'm the best comic in New York City. Yes. They got to book, <laughs> book me. Yes. They don't run tell, shows, but they will. Yeah. Tell, no, Love it. no, 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 no. Tell him. No, tell him. Tell him I'm booking him. Tell him I'm booking him. No, 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 no. You don't want that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, guy, that guy sucks. Is he walking? Is he walking? Okay. Uh, nah, nah. Alex is cool. Uh, <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, that was a great fucking special. On that topic. 
I, I like, I like, well, where he was so self-aware about it. He was like, that's a great way to kill a show. It's like, give it up for Trump. Our kids. <laughs> it's like, what the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> I, I was honestly surprised like I didn't expect to laugh that hard at like the jokes about Biden and Trump and like COVID and like it was a bunch of topics that I feel like every time other comedians do it it's just like please shut the fuck up you know but he just did he did it so well because yeah. he has a refreshing oh, yeah. non-political take on politics mm, yeah yes he, yeah he punches at both sides Shane isn't, he's not left, he's not right. He's just a dude. He's just a bro. A, like he's a just Chad a guy from central dude. Pennsylvania. Yeah. He's just, he's literally just like a reformed high school bully. <laughs> he literally looks like one. He's quickly becoming uh, one he, of my He knows that. Favorite comedians. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. I, he's like, I, I honestly, I and I told, I told Zach this. I think he shouldn't have been fired from SNL. I think the best thing that they could have done is uh, they kept him on and they do an opening sketch where it's just him and Bowen Yang in a room, and he just looks at Bo like, "Hey, man, I didn't, I didn't mean like, you know." You, oh, you know, like <laughs> I was, I was doing like a character, like Bo and Yang is just like looking at him, like <laughs> yeah. he's just feeling how uncomfortable at all this. Gillis is a New York guy. Gillis is he's still a New York guy. He he's yes, still sir. he lives in Queens. He just likes to do shows in Philadelphia still. So yo. Like travel there every now and then, but yeah, he lives in Queens, dude. What part, like Astoria, shit? I think it's Astoria or Long Island City, something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah he's he, he's at the stand, he's at the cellar, like regularly. The, the dude's a fucking killer. Dude is, dude is lit, there. He did jokes in his special that I saw him do better versions of at the cellar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's amazing. I, he's, he really is a, a, a great comic. And I hear he's actually like really nice. Uh, I don't agree with his politics a lot of the time, uh, obviously. But uh, I still think he's just really funny. And like, like no, no one can take that away from him. He, he's a funny guy. And like, at yeah, least he's funny he hasn't, yeah, and he hasn't attacked people. So that's good. He hasn't like... He hasn't done like anything wrong physically to people, like uh, the boy uh, Norman. Oh, fucking! Have you guys been hearing? Oh, come on, dude! Stuff? I'm a Norman fan. Don't, don't, don't put this no, on my podcast. I haven't heard it. Well, listen. No, put it. Go ahead. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I'm not gonna <laughs> have a career. Go ahead. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna say anything actually because I don't want to burn myself before. <laughs> Carlos told me Mark ropes girls. Oh. No, what? Don't fucking let's cut this out. No, <laughs> this is the Astros podcast, baby. No, edit, edit this whole part out. <laughs> we don't edit. No, no. I hope you know we literally have no idea how to edit. So I will show you. I will show you how to edit. 
Let's not put that out there. No, I mean, okay. I, I know you want to work with him one day, but like you also, uh, you also want to say you don't like him. So, no, 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 no. It's not. It's it's literally neither one of those things. It's just none of these things have been confirmed, and I don't want to. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm burning my whole career already. I don't even know who he is, but I, he beats his wife. Let's not be let's not be precious about it. He nah, beats her. Good. He beats no, the no. shit out of her. No, no, no. Uh, he calls her okay, a dog here, here. and he no, just here. slaps her across the no, face. No, 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 no. I'll edit it let's, out. Let's, I'll edit it out. I'll, but here, we're going to act like this. What I'm about to say is the big thing. Right. And you guys are going to okay. act really disapproved. Right. Yeah. Mark's Norman is gay. <laughs> yes. Yes, and and we, and we and we hate him for that. And that's I'm gonna have Twitter's, to read up on this. Twitter is saying, I'm gonna have to Honestly, read up on this since I can't get the tea. All I'm saying is like on Twitter, people have been saying shit about Mark Norman, and it's like it's a little weird. Uh, well, saying. you know that is always dubious, though. Those people. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say on it. I legally, I didn't say that. That's what he did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, well, legally, I said that he beats his wife, and you can honestly come for me. All right. <laughs> I don't. Who would come uh, for me? I don't. Nobody listens. I feel like I feel like the fact that I threw that disclaimer in helps. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Don't edit it out. Fuck Mark Norman. <laughs> well, is it fucked up to say though? Uh, back, <clears throat> it, oh, is it is it fucked up to say that Shane Gillis's career though, like? Like not like getting kicked off SNL was probably the best thing that's ever happened to him. Why is that no, it up? definitely was. I, yeah. I think it, that's not. I've heard up. I've heard some comedians express the idea that, that that's like wrong to say. So I don't know. But I haven't heard I haven't heard that take yet. Um, I say just purely off of the fact that like it it is the best thing that ever that could have happened to him because if we're being honest, it's hard to like blow up on SNL in your first year. Mm. so yeah and look at what he's it's not a matter of like him getting canceled and the exposure that it gave him and all, that that has nothing to do with it it's a hundred percent that he didn't have to work on snl and he could focus on his own career instead yeah. mm. well at that point since he did blow up the question does this is more of a philosophical philosophical question than anything else is was he even canceled then because him being canceled made him more famous. Mm. But I don't, that's the thing. I don't think him being canceled made him more famous. I think it definitely gave him some attention, but his actual talent, then if he was, if he had no talent, then he, the being canceled would have worked. In a I sense. agree. I yeah. Agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I lean more towards saying he wasn't even canceled because I mean, what, like the guy, the guy's doing great, you know? Yeah, that's true. I don't like that's what I and that's my argument is I don't think he was. Yeah. Like people which is why I get like annoyed when he goes on like a new like podcast. It's like we got, you know, Shane Gillis, a victim of cancel culture. I'm like, victim. <laughs> yeah, on, I do man. love when like the, the famous people keep calling themselves or like, he doesn't know that he calls himself canceled, but like you hear famous people saying that like with that they got canceled or that cancel culture came for them, and it's like, but you're still famous and like we're yeah. listening to you right now, like you didn't get canceled. Stop fucking whining. I love it's Joe Rogan, crazy. but Joe Rogan says that he does that a lot. And I'm like, dude, like the way he talks about cancel culture as like the most cancel culture proof person on the planet. 
I'd just be like, okay, chill, Joe. No one's yeah. coming to take your comedy club. Like, calm down. Exactly. And like, I don't know, man. If, if, I, if I had to pick one, one uh, New York comic who I will say like does like annoy me in how they approach and talk about everything is just Chris DiStefano, just because he's annoying. Just because mm. every Chrissy is is just annoying the entire time. He doesn't even look like he believes in like what he like says about anything. He just wants to look like the most likable guy, which makes him look like a piece of shit every time. <laughs> yeah. You know, Zach knows what I mean. We've like talked about this. Like, hey, we like, have not. Hey, hey. I'm a- yes, we have. <laughs> You're saying that because you like Chris DeSemo. <laughs> I don't like him as much as Giannis and the fact that he he sold out and he abandoned Giannis and he said he was doing it for like career reasons. But then he started a show with Sal from TBS. So I don't know. It seems yeah. kind of fishy to me. He he always hates cancel culture, but he kind of bows down to it as well. So he can he can kind of blow me yeah. with that one. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, any fucking, like, any comic who has, like, a whole thing, I'm like, who cancel culture? It's like, yeah, shut up. Like, we get it. Who cares? Yeah, like, most of them don't have any anything day, new or fun to say about it. At the end of the bit, like, it's the same thing it's always been when you're a comic. You're going to go up. Sometimes you might say something that offends a lot of people. And then people will say, ah, I don't like this person. But then the people who still fuck with you still fuck with you. So who cares? Mm. It's like, it's just more apparent because of the internet now. Because we can see it. We can see it on our fucking phones. You know what I yeah. mean? <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, I would, I would, I'm always like, I never hear anybody really talking about, like, uh, people who actually were canceled. Like, people who got, people who made Twitter mad or whatever and, like, were not famous enough to not get canceled you know we don't yeah hear people talking about so i'm like i don't know i'm wondering like do those people not exist like do the only people that get quote-unquote canceled are people who can't actually be canceled or like are we just not talking about it you would think all these people who are supposed to be fighting cancel culture would be like presenting that like finding the people who actually get canceled and i would them say on. people that get canceled are more so they're like working class people and it results in like them getting fired or something, but yeah. that's but um, being that's not. It, I don't know if that falls under the canceled category so yeah. much uh, because it's yeah. not what people think of when they think of canceled. But that's actually like the <laughs> real world consequences of, of mm-hmm. for some people. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. Anytime a, a celebrity says like I'm being canceled, I I'm always like, no, you're not. Yeah. yeah like but yeah, but like, the kid you know the kid who was a ucla um on the like the cross-country team which is like barely a sport it's like you just run but yeah um, you're just running you're like, just running and, but but and he, nobody watches them either who gives a fuck besides the parents even the parents don't yeah. care but yeah. but he was he asked a girl uh, for like nudes or a date or something and she said no and he got all entitled and he's like why not get it you fucking like black guys you like and then he went on like a racist rant and then oh, the girl just screenshotted uh, it and sent it to the school and that kid got expelled like but that's a real cancel that's a true cancel 
Yeah. yeah. And, and that's, that's also that's like you also... got in trouble for harassment. Yeah. yeah. It, that's, yeah so it, it, you, you actually deserve to be canceled. Yeah, I yes. think that's just the law. Yes. I think that's not okay. That's just law. <laughs> I think I think legally speaking, we should not be harassing women. I think I, I think it, possibly we could est- estimate that. Yeah, in the in the that, courtroom, so funny. the judge will be like, "I sentence you to cancellation." Yeah. <laughs> it'd be your funny. Twitter is it'd revoked. be funny if you're being arrested and like you just go, "What officer am I being canceled right now?" <laughs> <laughs> This is fucking all because of cancel culture. (laughs) Cancel culture is saying I can't take a piss in the place. That's most definitely happened. Y'all are joking, but that's most definitely happened. Uh, There was a video of some guy, that white guy, that this white guy that got arrested in the airport. He's being arrested. And he's like, is it because I'm white? (laughs) And then he said something. He was like, you're treating me like a black guy, which was like, I don't know. It's like, well, when he says that, it's like, you know what? At first, it wasn't because you're white, but now it kind of is. Yeah, now it's absolutely, you've made it because you're white. Welcome. Yeah, yeah. Now you know how the black people feel, buddy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) It's just so insane. Like, like, I don't don't get it. Like, I I understand when people, like, cancel someone for being a rapist. Like, duh. Yeah. Rape. Rape is pretty bad. I think we can all agree on that. Which is funny because we don't even really do that anymore. Yeah, not, no. not that we ever have. Yeah, no one, no one's canceled Bill Clinton yet. <laughs> you know? or, or Kobe. Or, or, yeah. or uh, Biden. Yeah. Well, no. Well, well, the thing is, no one can cancel Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton cancels people's lives physically. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 oh man i love i love talking about the clinton kill I, I love how i was afraid to like be like hey let's not talk about the mark norman accusations but i'm like let's talk about the clinton kill list <laughs> well you know you're like mark, mark norman out, matters out, but the mark matters. norman matters who the fuck are the clintons truly <laughs> The, Clint- the Clintons don't have a pool in the comedy cellar, okay? <laughs> You're like, I could get assassinated live on this podcast as long as I keep my spot. Yeah, exactly. I want to be passed before let's I get die. To, let's get to the hemorrhoids, guys. We're at two hours. Oh, yeah, we are. <clears throat> All right, I you want to do your sec? No, no, no. Since we have our, our, our beautiful guest, and thank you for joining us, Carlos. I yeah, want thank you, you, Carlos. I want you to give us your hemorrhoid first. Uh, my hemorrhoid of the week. Uh, I got I got fired, um, because I I joined a new restaurant, and uh, the restaurant, the entire time was having me trained by people who just started working there and didn't want to train me. And then on the fourth day, the manager pulled me aside during a shift where no one was telling me what to do. So I'm just like walking around like, what the fuck do I do? She goes, I don't think you're fast enough for this job. Uh, and, damn. Then, and then I had to like improvise a speech to save my employment. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like a fucking football coach after their team loss. Like, you know what? I didn't, there wasn't enough communication out there. And <laughs> some of that, some of that definitely falls on the team's performance, but um, I think I think I'm worth more. I think that this whole team is worth more, and I think that I could do way better. 
And she was like, okay, we'll come in tomorrow. We'll give you another chance. And then I went in. I did really fucking good, but she wasn't there. And then, like, I called her up and she goes, yeah, I'm not going to move forward with your employment. I'm like, why? You didn't see how I did. She's like, yeah, but I saw how you did that other day. I was Damn. like, you said you were going to, you said that day was a wash. Well, Clearly, what's her name? What's her name? I'm not going to say her name. No, say uh, her I, name. She gropes her employees. Yeah, let's cancel that stupid bitch. Her name, her name is, her name is, I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> like her, she's she's her Indian. Her, her first name's Ima. Her name is I. Her name is her name is I'm a dumb white woman who brought up Lin Manuel Miranda during my interview with a Hispanic guy. <laughs> She's like, you her know him, is, right? You're related to him, right? Her, her name is her name is is. Oh, where do you live? Washington Heights. In the Heights. I saw that movie. I wrote, <laughs> Good for you. What do you want me? What you want me to give you a medal? Fuck I almost want to say con. What? Congrats for not getting the job. Yeah. No. Now I now I work at a new restaurant. It's a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> good riddance and good. So, yeah. So I feel more at home. Hell yeah! Is the Mexican yeah. food good in New York? Actually, yeah. Actually, yeah, there's a lot more Mexicans that moved to New York in like the last 20 years. All of them from Puebla, which is like where the best Mexican food is from, too. Hell yeah. So. What state is that from? The state of Puebla. Oh, that's okay. I didn't know if that's yeah. the town or the state. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So it's uh it's pretty lit over here. The Mexican food is popping off. Uh the Puerto Rican food has gone so down in quality, it's not even funny. No oh, shit. I walked I walked in, I said, Hey, I want some mofongo. He mm. said, oh, I don't make it. <laughs> I said, Well, this is no Puerto Rican restaurant, you don't make it. What I said, this isn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of this? Have you know about this, Mofongo? It's Have you like mashed up plantains. <laughs> it's delicious. You put some yeah, it's delicious. You make it with pork rinds. These fucking Dominicans, they don't make it with it. It's not the same. <laughs> Can't trust them. Can't trust them. You can't Dominicans trust those Dominicans. Can, Dominicans can't trust them, won't even admit that they're black. <laughs> <laughs> won't okay. do it. Very sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For my pseudo penis, or, or not pseudo penis, that's history hyenas. For my hemorrhoid of the week. Let me see here. Oh, I don't want to mm. give my. Look, oh, you uh, shit on me every week for forgetting that it's called the hemorrhoid. No, no, no. <laughs> You're a piece just, of shit. It's the first time, okay? And I uh, was distracted because um, I didn't want to share my credit card number with you, with this these fucking demons that listen to our podcast. So, um, in Miami, shout out to Miami, shout out to Florida, um, hmm. someone let their cat <gasps> into the stadium, and the cat was freaking out and trying to jump from the nosebleeds down to the field and here's here's some wait wait i don't know if i shared my i don't know if i shared my sound here we go oh here we go oh my god look at it yeah yeah 
a poor thing. How it even got up there. So there's so there's seats above that. It's like hanging onto a line with one arm. And okay, so they tried to catch it in an American flag. It went through the flag and hit the ground, and then they lifted it up like they caught it, and everyone went wild like this. Oh shit! No way. So they did actually catch it. Here, I'm gonna run it back. I don't. Oh my think god, so. the cat's you, alive though. You tell go well, because it's a cat, but you tell me. I, it looks to me like they tried to catch it with a flag, and it fell like they missed the catch. Look. See? Yeah, I think they. I think it hit the flag. It just started running immediately. No, it looks like it went through the flag, like someone lost their grip, and then mm. they went on the ground. Yeah. You know, this when they said that they were throwing pussy like crazy at that football game, I thought <laughs> I thought it was something completely different. What game I is thought, this? I, this is the University of Miami versus someone. Uh, okay. And that cat is somehow alive. I think it died after the game from natural causes, but I'm not oh sure. God, stop. Like I know oh, that cat's probably has so much anxiety right now with all these fucking people around it. Well, he he's clawing the fuck out of everyone that grabbed him. Literally. Well, of course. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. No. So I, my I'm, hemorrhoid I'm is whoever brought their cat. All. Yeah, my hemorrhoid hey. actually now is whoever fucking put that cat through that emotional stress. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Leave cats alone. <laughs> they want to be left alone. Yeah. They did save it. They did save its life. I do. Yeah, maybe would have preferred that they saved its life, possibly. Yeah. Although, honestly, right. I feel like How it could have survived. It's not that tall. Um, oh, let me please. see. I almost hesitate to even to even do this one, but we'll do it. You can see my screen. This is a live. This was captured at the local Walmart. This is your photo. This is a photo of a friend. This is a friend. Oh. Not of a friend. A friend took the photo. Oh, I was going to say, dude, get new friends. No, I was going to say you're a bad friend if you let them get to that point. <laughs> no, Wait this woman's second. obviously saving it for later. Oh, my God. I know. Is it's a woman. Walmart? It is a woman. Uh, and, it, and it's a Walmart. <laughs> this is this is it. This is Putnam County. We may not have racism, but we do have whatever the fuck this is. These what toes do you mean scream racism. <laughs> what do you this mean? This lady was probably a racist. Toenail clippers on EBT. <laughs> <laughs> what? What you talking about? Them nail clippers. Oh shit! Yeah. So if this, if you want to know what it's like growing up in Putnam County, this is it. This is this yeah. is it. This tells you everything you need to know. I also had kind of a double, uh, a double one, right? Because this uh, trans guy or trans woman, I guess, uh, just won this MMA fight. I guess this not trans woman. Wow. That, wow. Yeah, this shirt is. Yeah, is the hemorrhoid and transgenocide, because I would like to know where the fuck the transgenocide is. I want to know where it's at. Where are the camps? It's I, I don't think it means that there's camps. I think it's like it is legit harder for like 
trans people to like get yeah, MMA fights and yeah. shit like that. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, that's cute. I mean, I'm trans. I get it. It's hard for the girls sometimes. Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's hard for the girls sometimes. It's not a genocide. We're not being rounded up and put into trucks. Can we calm? Can we also, calm down? Also, also, this nigga is more man than me. Also, also, he or she won. It would be so much funnier if she lost and wore that shirt. Well, <laughs> well here's here's the apparently real she almost got knocked out the first round. Well, yeah, no, here's the real question. It's like, did she win? Because of an unfair advantage, or did she win just because she's a better fight fighter? Let's be honest. That's well, the, that's when, when, that's the if, conversation people don't want to have right now. If you look at her, per, what, what's going on over, on your screen, Justin? Uh, I'm holding I'm holding uh, the prank mantis because it landed on me again. Okay, what if you when this when this dime piece of a woman was a man? Dude, dude she's got a <laughs> she's she's got a jaw on her. Jesus. She's, more, I know. She, she's not a dime piece. She's more of a nickel, but or maybe maybe a penny. But um, uh. when she <laughs> was a man, she well, this is what happens. If you want to be a woman, you get judged on the woman scale. OK, period. I judge you as a woman. It's like when people talk about Kevin Durant. And like, if you want to be the greatest of all time, you get judged on that scale. But um, when she was a woman, she was like a fucking seal or like special she forces. was she so, was in special forces he was definitely a better fighter and a mm. man so yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to tell which one it could be well it doesn't matter he you did or she now. did almost get knocked out in the first round which was interesting to hear apparently yeah. he got tagged t- twice and almost he got rocked or she yeah, got rocked. That, yeah, it's so hard for me shit. to look at him and say, look at her and say he, even though I'm trans and I get the whole thing with the fucking pronouns. But this nigga literally, like, if I, I would want him to fuck me if I saw him on the street. But it's she, very the, difficult. The thing. Honestly, this is my and this is my honest opinion is uh, whenever it comes to, like trans people in sports, is I I don't care because I I don't really care about sports and I don't think that this impacts the world in a huge way and i think that like it shouldn't it shouldn't deter from like from like conversations about like making sure that trans people are treated fairly like other people because i feel like people only bring this up to be like hey you see you see they're bad it's like no this is i don't i don't i don't like like the whole trans people in sports things like it doesn't does it affect me? I'm more. I'm more interested in conversations about like, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's a way. Yeah, know? it's a topic that I think has a lot of interesting nuance to it. Um, I mean, in this she, case, I she, feel like this the the woman chose to fight. Like, like this was totally the woman that the trans woman yeah, fought. Like she chose it, so I'm like, thing. whatever. Yeah, that's another thing that people need to realize. <laughs> I, like the other the other participant is is a consenting participant in this, like in this uh, event. Yeah, and, and so it like, sounds like she could have won. So I'm of the school of thought where I'm like, give them all of the rights, but keep them out of my sports. <laughs> and I, I understand. I understand that those cool thought. There are instances of like trans women fucking some girls up in MMA. But like my thing wasn't even this whether or not she should have been, been in the sport or not. My thing was the shirt is fucking ridiculous. And she also looks like a man who I would want to be my daddy. I don't know, man. I don't know where I stand. 
on either the I mean I think I think it's true like trans like trans like I say trans women should be protected it is really difficult for them out here dude it's hard for them out here in New York no yeah like, yeah, I, yeah I get all that <clears throat> I mean I'm like this, I said I'm yeah. trans though so I've been there done that I mean, yeah, exactly they've been murdering a lot of trans people in Latin America so doing it so it's like <laughs> Like, I think that's what she's referring to as well. Well, let's use the language. I mean, I can't with this. I'm so tired of the of like the like grand political statements that when you that are like they don't mean what they would like. They don't actually mean that. But it's like, but you put the word genocide. So if you didn't mean it, don't fucking. Why'd you put the word? It's just like I didn't say say she doesn't mean it. I don't think she did. I don't think that she doesn't mean it. I hope I'm sure she does. I'm sure she does. Yeah. I think also, I think it's I think trans women are great because it proves yet again that men are better than women at everything, even being women. Oh god. <laughs> Facts. There's a there's a hot one. There's a that, that take is spicy. God. I'm pretty spicy for a white boy. That's true. You are pretty fly for a white guy. I mean, All based right, on this shirt, their brains are as small as women's. Jesus. Um, <laughs> also, no, by the way, guys, by the way, this is completely unrelated. I I do have to go soon because I'm at 9%. Yeah, we got to wrap. We're about to wrap up. No, anyway. we're, we're wrapping it up right now. Thank you for coming, Carlos. I fucking love you. Of course. You're my boy. I fucking love you too, man. We, yeah, we thanks for joining, you. Carlos. We will have yeah, you uh, on as much as you want. Yeah, it's and I conversation. Yeah, I lo- I love a I love a spirit uh, not even really spirited, but I love a I love a little debate. So you're welcome to come on anytime. I got you. I got you're you. also funny as fuck, so you know. I try. <laughs> Good luck out All there right, in guys. the streets. All right, guys. I'm heading out. See ya. Peace. Peace. Okay, folks. I'm ass. And I'm nose. Thanks for Thanks watching for episode twenty four. Yeah. What did we decide to name it? Um, Pacific Rim Job. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All righty. Thanks for listening to Pacific Rim Job, everybody.